where you decide the topic. From love chat for Matt to the hate in your heart. I can't believe it. There are no limits. You can be nice. I love legends. You can be mean. I don't give a fuck. Or you can blow it all up. I like Every Wednesday at 9, it gets crazy when you get their number and you can call them maybe. And now, here they are, Matt Christensen and Blonde. Hello and welcome to the show. It is the call-in show, the show where you get our number and we are at your mercy. Sorry, I'm a little uh, disorganized. Well, a little bit of technical difficulties before the show there. My camera wasn't being picked up, so apologies for the late start, but, you know, it happens. Did you see um, the thumbnail they did of you on this Matt Big Subs Christian? Oh, I can't wait to see. What did they do? (laughs) It's like, it's you, but you have like a giant brain. (laughs) Well, Well, they got me. Oh, who Uh, are these guys? If you didn't, if you guys didn't see, I would encourage people to check out. So there's this show, Revenge of the Sis, which actually we have a good amount of of audience overlap. Uh, And they just chose to dump on me on Monday with absolute lies about how I never actually stand up for free speech when it's difficult. Which is crazy Uh, because to your credit and annoyingly for me, all you do is stand up for free. It's like, it's just so frustrating. Matt Christensen, principled Matt Christensen. All the fucking time. What pisses me off about what they said is that this is a milk toast show. I say shit all the time. <laughs> I say whatever I want all the time. That's fair. Yeah. What, it's, you know, whatever. So I go on their show and, you know, uh, apparently I don't defend the right people at the right time. So I'm asking them, who can I defend to be sufficiently edgy enough for you, the edgiest of all free speech defenders? And they said they couldn't give me an answer. They said it's well, not the right place or time. I just read their bio and they're like, we're comedians that roast e-celebs or something like that. So it yeah. looks like they're right wing Keemstar. They're more like clown nose on clown nose off type dudes where if their argument gets poor, they go, we're just we're just jokers. We're jokers. Yeah. You can't hold us to a standard. We're just so Ugh. anyway, I will. So um, you, they you both can look find like mundane Matt. And I can tell that this really fat one is like also short. <laughs> you can uh, you can find the, the actual stream. Uh, on my channel, if you have an appetite for cringe, oh, though, it's on your channel too. Well, the link—if you go to my channel, it's oh. you know in the playlist there. It's not actually posted. Uh, it's over on their channel. Nobody you can should find watch it. it. My channel. It was it's, so It's an appetite for cringe thing, and I will post the audio to our audio platforms in case you uh, have an appetite to listen to that sort of thing. And listen, it got kind of heated. I'm not super happy with how i did on it but at the same time i have two jackasses outright lying about me and saying i need to live up to standards that they themselves acknowledge through an inability to explain them standards that are impossible to to live up to so i don't know what i'm supposed to do to win in that situation like we can say whatever we want about you but if you respond you're such a spurg yeah yeah they get to absolutely dump on me with lies but if i respond and riff on them then oh i'm out of bounds oh suddenly i've got a big head you know they, they get to say my show is shit and my channel's shit and i go well it's a lot better than yours and they go oh big man big dick yeah. measure well you ripped my channel man what? Yeah. i didn't come here to dick measure but you kind of did oh, anyway so cringe God. well we got to get to the callers so i'm, I'm going to jump uh into that because people are tuning in to call and maybe some people want to talk about that actually so uh so thanks for being patient with us there let me get into the um into the roll call since I'm already, since I'm not even ready for my own show, you know, let's see who we got first tonight. Uh, mustache Asian 
That's a, that's uh, one of my favorite names. We haven't talked to Mustache Asian for quite some time. Oh, let me get my timer on. Hold on. Mustache What's Asian, up? you're good to go if you're ready. Uh, yep. Hi. What's on your mind, dude? Yeah. Um. So yeah, I was just. I don't know if you remember last. Um. Dad is doing fine. Um, yeah. Remind with, me exactly what was going down. It's been a little while since we've spoken with you, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Just busy taking care of him because he he his fingers got amputated. That's right. Sections oh. of him. So. All right. But was then, I on yeah, the call yeah, for three I think times? So. Yeah, I yeah, think so. Yeah, yeah. You were, yeah, but I mean, like, it's it's just you know it, he's recovering fine. Like he is pretty pretty good. Like all the wounds are going okay. We're we're a little freaked out that we, he might have had a infection with with his uh, ring finger, which oh is more complicated because they would try to save most of his tip tip of the finger uh, by doing skin grafts over mm. it. But now he's fine. Like he's uh, he's doing pretty good. But still tired, still easily like feel pain, random pain because hands are pretty sensitive, yeah. right? Mm, like it's a yeah. difficult part of the body. It's very intricate. So, but anyways, yeah. So just remember like, you know, it just reminds me of the prep that I was doing. Like medical is actually really important, even though most people don't think about it. It's like, oh, food, water, ammo, guns. But, yeah. you know, medical is definitely important because if you want to make holes, you better be ready to patch holes. Too. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That's a fair point. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, um, yeah. do you, are you, uh, are there any like basic courses you would recommend to people? Can you just take like a basic EMT class or, or if, if someone wanted to be prepared in this regard, what would they do? Um, at the very least get tourniquets. Okay. okay. Tourniquets are very, uh, very important because at least the uh, extremities right, and know how to properly apply them, apply them because you may like apply them too light and it still like, you know, drips. You know, still still doesn't work, and make sure that you know how long you had it on because you t- probably shouldn't have it for over two hours. You so shouldn't tourniquet anything for over two hours. No, uh, at least civilian side. Military is, is more lenient, supposedly, for three hours. And there are like um, there's a there's a there's a group called the uh, Dark Angel or D Day D Day. I forgot uh, D Day. Basically, veterans who do like these courses, you know, if you can get out to some of their courses in your area, you know, like Dark Angel, D Day was, a, yeah, a bunch of different ones that do hmm. these courses. So, yeah. All right. That's, well, yeah. uh, last word if you want, before we let you go. Uh, just uh, pissed off at people just keep on saying that Trump still did like a, like a quid pro quo with uh, Zelensky, which yeah. doesn't even make sense. Because, I mean, he did. Yeah. But that's that that is pretty par for the course with uh, just, you know, operating normally in foreign diplomacy. He just never yeah. should have said he didn't do a quid pro quo. I mean, there's nothing wrong with doing a quid pro quo. I uh, mean, it, the, the thing is that, like, if they, if they are trying to say, oh, he tried to get dirt on Biden by, you know, withholding military aid, but then, but then the, the investigation on Biden actually reopened. Mm-hmm. Way before even this you right. know, president right. was even even elected, so what was a quick pro, quick pro quo for? For yeah. basically, hmm. so, yeah, that's yeah. true. All right, well, thanks, so, man. Yeah, mm-hmm. have a good night. So, all right, have a good night. Red Falcor is up next. Red Falcor, hey. you're good to go if you're ready. Hello. Hello. What's on your mind? I am. Uh... 
apparently needing to tell blonde congratulations. Ah. Um, although. <laughs> Whoops, I didn't mean although, to do that. Although the chat did not t tell me why. Uh, I, I, uh, I did not hear what y you did, Matt. What was it? Uh, what do you mean? For what I oh, did. Oh, never to mind. Oh, sorry. Oh, what I was referencing. Did you play I a opened revealing up... spoiler? Is that no, I opened up my sounders and I accidentally played the Hong Kong sounder. I didn't oh. mean to. But... Oh. <laughs> it sounded like I, say, no, I was sure. saying Hong Kong to your to the congratulations, <laughs> and I wasn't. It just happened. I didn't hear it in my headphones anyway, so uh, no worries. Uh, sorry about that, blonde. Or still, congratulations. Um, I am uh, still on. Uh, the uh, Nick Fuentes thing, hmm. and the 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 reason is because I've been uh, you know I have not not ma managed to watch any more than like a few seconds of the actual guy because he's pretty cringe to me, hmm. uh, j just his like speaking style and stuff. But um, I've been he hearing the Daily Wire uh, attack him, or at least respond pawn to his attacks mm -hmm. and i'm wondering if there's anything where you know that they have lied about him the daily um, wire yeah the daily wire so that would be i've only seen the smearing which is like oh a bunch of basement dwelling losers and, and mm -hmm. they just kind of call them names i've seen that um yeah. I, but i don't think that's universal i will say i've watched the exchange with matt walsh who's of the daily wire uh-huh and agree disagree whatever i think in my opinion he was pretty fair-minded about engaging them from what i've seen unless i've missed him shutting them down maybe i, I have i don't have the complete talking information to red elephant so i actually don't know what you're talking about yeah he uh was uh michael knowles actually pro pro probably had the best exchange exchanges with some of his advocates mm -hmm. shall we say at the uh, q, q Q and A that he did recently, and he didn't get angry. I uh, you know he, he he had a smile on his face, and he and he was uh, saying that uh, you know Fuentes has lied, that he's said uh, openly anti-Semitic and big bigoted th th things. Yeah, and but I also like, think this is just like it's just edgy zoomer shit. And I think a lot of it is, is him being funny, him being hyperbolic. And like, I'm with Michelle Malkin on this one. I think it is so weird and creepy for like Ben Shapiro to be examining the potential masturbatory habits of a bunch of teenagers. And I hate this particular smear that like, these are just kids living, like jerking off in their parents' basement, blah, blah. It's like, it's like, it's such a oh, boomer. Yeah. It's such a boomer smear. And I think that, this defensive sure. behavior from people like Ben Shapiro is that they're really starting to realize that they're being viewed as dogmatic old media and they're already being shifted out of the, of the sphere <laughs> and being replaced by something younger and cooler. And they're just reacting to that. So Michelle Malkin, I think she be. has done like, we gotta let you go, but I, I'll give you the last word, but I think she's done a masterful job of like retaining her own integrity, not disavowing and still recognizing that they're asking very legitimate questions. She's gotten ripped by a lot of people for just taking this, the basic something? stance. I don't, I don't know if she's gotten fired, I thought she's but she's taken the basic stance of like, listen, they should get the same rules and the same rights yeah, as everybody yeah. else. And she's getting ripped up and down for that. So I can sympathize. I think she's been doing a great job. Yeah. 
Well, I, I, I would wish, and you know, I'm, I'm, I'm with you, you guys. Like, I would love, lo love to see, see, like, an actual debate between, like, Fuentes and, and Ben Shapiro. Who, who, yeah, get, whoever, dream on, as Aerosmith you know, said. Who, whoever of the of the Daily Wire or. Um, uh, that you know the the yeah f f f f foundation or you know who turning point uh wants to have that debate sure um but at the same time it's you know I have not actually seen uh too 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 much of like the you know him and his advocates actually. Actually, be being treated with uh, unfairness. I mean, they, you know, they. Sure, we'll have to wrap so. this up quickly here. But yeah, uh, that's it. Final point, if you want it. <laughs> no, no, no. I think that's all. I, I'm all just, right. I'm just waiting on more evidence about it. So sure. Yeah. Well, thanks, man. Appreciate it. Thanks. Yeah. Bye. Okay. Thank you. All right, I'm gonna have to do a better job on the clock. Help me out here. I try. I, I got my little timer over here. I, am I just forget that you can't hear it buzz. Mm. Yeah, I can't really hear it. But, um, but the the one time you were all militant about it, you were you ha you acted like that was a bad job, and that was the best job ever. I was just in a bad mood about other things. Yeah, Sordicus, you're good to go if you're ready. Hey there. Um, I wanted to keep the last conversation going. Uh, mm -hmm. I had a Yay. couple of sort of disjointed thoughts mm -hmm. about um, the whole. Nick Fuentes thing. So first off, um, going off of what uh, Falcor was saying, Malkin did get um, dropped by YAF, the Young America's Foundation. Oh my God! For well, this? Did they say what she said that is the fireable offense? Uh, that I didn't see the statement specifically saying it. This is coming hmm. from her. They said that they just cut ties with her, and then they also put out a statement saying they disavow bigotry, hatred, blah blah. Oh so my on. God! Yeah, yeah. So um, I, I'm getting a little confused. I mean, we've got you know a, a brown woman joining a supposedly white identitarian movement. That's For all real. you know. Bitch is Asian, <laughs> and she's married to a Jewish guy. Right. So she and has then, biracial Jewish children, and everybody's like, she's a white nationalist. What the fuck is going on? Yeah, and then conservative Christians are calling kids who are voluntarily celibate incels. As if that's a bad thing for a Christian to be. Right. Do you, uh, not to put you on the spot, but is there a specific group or person you're referencing? Because I haven't heard the I word dropped by like one of these big names. Is it, has someone actually called them incels or just kind of danced around I, it? To, to be fair, I don't have a specific quote in front of me, but I've, mm. I've sat in on a lot of the live streams and just yeah. seen like, you know, the people that are obviously daily wireline being like, you know, the, the boomer types being like, ha ha ha, Ben Shapiro's destroying these kids. They're all incels. Um, I hate okay. this so, incel so no argument high profile. because if they were, if they were teenagers and or like, like Chad types that were just plowing their way through chicks, everybody would talk about like what misogynistic pigs they are, but because they're, and this is not incels, Christian men that aren't having sex are doing this because they don't typically don't, they don't want to have sex. That's voluntary. celibacy. voluntary right. celibacy. It's literally totally the opposite. Yeah. Right. right. And that, that does tie in uh, exactly. I think Clavin was kind of closest on this. He talked about this a bit today, which was that people are putting these these young guys into a corner where if they stand up for their country they're called racist and if they yeah. don't they're called racist anyways if they 
do have sex with women, they're misogynists. If they don't, they're incels. And so it's just a no-win situation and they just kind of have to go both middle fingers up. Yeah, yeah. I mean, can I get the last word on this call? Is that... (laughs) (laughs) Or show, I guess you make the rules. Well, I think that what's happening now is we're seeing this kind of natural fissure on the right where all of these people that have been claiming to be right wing are actually like crypto leftists that are open borders like... LGBTQ, you know, like all of this stuff has infiltrated the right. And now they're saying like people like Charlie Kirk are trying to use their identity, which is just crypto leftism to, to, to identify the entire right wing. And, and these zoomers are like, uh, fuck this. Like we can't allow this to happen. So I, for one, would applaud their effort in many ways. Um, and I'm just happy to be replaced because I can do less work then. <laughs> yeah. What happened to they will not replace us? I thought that was your mantra. No, replace me. I'm so tired. I don't want an internet anymore. All right. We got to let you go, man. But thank you for, for calling in. Of course. Take care. And hey. I forgot um, one announcement, too, at the top of the show, since obviously I'm mentally disorganized. But uh, we're not going to do a call-in show next week, Wednesday before Thanksgiving. Go hang out uh, with your family and have some fun unless you're a loser basement dwelling incel with no friends or family. Yeah. In which case, sit there and think about your Jew hatred all night. <laughs> How much you suck. That's what I hope for you. Uh, Myth is up next. But Myth is always doing this thing where he changes his name and then I can't find it. So stop doing that, Myth, because I, I don't see you now. So I don't know where to find you, man. Oh, we hear. No, now I got it. You name changing. Yeah, well, oh, we... uh, you mad at me for changing? It's always names? hard to find you. Yeah, but now I got it. Well, yeah, hashtag ban Mandy because he's trying to commit federal crimes on your server. Really? Well, then why haven't you guys banned him yet? What kind um, of federal that's crimes? That's a legalized. That's a legalized problem. Uh, we'll, we'll, we won't get into that right now. Um, but I just wanted a uh, quick. Well, wait, 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 uh, real quick. What crimes? I don't want criminal oh, plotting on my server. He, he was trying to sell um, brass knuckles to the UK, Canada, um, Hong Kong. Uh, and that's a federal crime. Yeah, it's a, it's federally illegal because mm. they're banned. Well, yeah, I mean, if it, if that's the case, even though well, principles. And, and he was trying to raise money from people for a quote birthday present for you, trying to get like twenty bucks from a bunch of people. Hmm. Well, yeah, I mean, I can't be liable for criminal plotting. So uh, yeah. and, let me know if you have the email me with the evidence and I'll take care of it. Yeah. He's also talked about um, sending like guns to um, Hong Kong. No. Well, there's a difference. between I'd have to see There's a difference between yeah. uh, this thing would be good or I am actively plotting to do this. Help me. Um. Uh, so we do have evidence. I'll email you later. Um, but we are playing the drinking game. Obviously, you guys know Democratic debates are on. We God, dude, I totally yeah. forgot that's going on right now, too. It's like Skag's been in a rage the whole day. Yeah, dude, yeah, these these fucking up. douchebags pissed me off. Um, but uh, quick rundown of rules. But, uh, we'll just go through them real fast. It's a bird. It's a plane. It's rising hate crimes in the USA. Uh, scary black rifles bad. Incoherently rambles in Mexican. Uh, avoid question like it's a black plague. Uh, political, uh, um, political, or sorry, point of personal privilege. Um, creepy Joe sniffs a hoe. I was that little girl. Tulsi <laughs> 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 Gabbert destroys the left wing with facts and logic. Hmm. Health, uh, healthcare, welfare, in despair everywhere. That's just Medicare for all. Uh, we have the patriarchy's intact. Woman healthcare is being attacked. Hmm. All right. 
uh, a couple more. Uh, it, if you vote for me, everything will be free. Explain UBI or die trying. Massive welfare and open borders. What is this? A crossover episode? <laughs> how how dare you? How absolutely dare you? And that's climate change crisis. And Elizabeth Moron. Um, that that's all. We have a. Uh, well, it was fourteen. We actually added one for fourteen eighty eight, but it's fifteen now. <laughs> Appropriate. All right. All right. Thank you, man. Um, but for anybody who wants to join, who's watching, uh, come join the Discord. Links in the description. Sweet. And come play with us. Alrighty. All right. Thanks, man. You guys have a nice night. And subscribe to the Clips channel, of course. Of course. See Thank ya. you. See ya. Okay. Mike Maddox up next. Mike Maddox, you're good to go if you're ready. Yo. Hi. What's up, man? Yeah. Uh-oh. Oh, I think I we might have a mic. rough connection. Oh, shit. We good? Now I got you. But uh, but go for it. We'll we'll maximize the connection we got right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I was watching that stream that you were on earlier. Um, uh, yeah, I, I, I don't know what I was expecting from that. I don't know what I was expecting either. You know, objectively, I think it was a waste of time. And I'm not exactly thrilled that it got heated and I'm a party to that. But uh, but at the same time, I don't know what I'm supposed to do against two dudes who are intent on lying and smearing me and giving me no recourse. They're a comedy show, though, bro. Take a joke. Yeah. Can't you take a joke, bro? Yeah, I I didn't. I, I'm not going to come out here just to, like, like, fucking dick ride you all day. You know, I'll, I'll let the Super Chats do that type of shit. But, I mean, yeah, sure. like, I don't. I, the niggas like that, I don't. You know, you can be into your your internet blood sports type shit. You know, if that's what you want to watch, that's what you want to watch. If you find that shit cool and funny, that's not my cup of tea, as they would say. You know what I mean? But but like, I I just don't get the, the like. Do you think like they're trying to put this? Because like you were saying, y'all essentially agree on pretty much everything as far as all this culture war stuff is concerned. Yeah. But you know, they're trying to put this wedge in between you. Oh, you're you're like the radical centrist, and you you know, and you're fence sitting, and you you're not trying to stand up for anybody when it gets hot, blah 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 blah. So they're trying to get get this artificial wedge between you yeah. and the rest of them when y'all agree on everything. So yeah, like, that's that's why I think it's a shame. You know, I, I think uh, I think it's a total shame. I think the threats that are against all of us are so so much greater than the potential tiny disagreements that i yeah for them to just pick a weird war with me i don't really get it but my philosophy is always like listen more discussions better than less if people want to talk about it if people are going to attack sure i'll talk to those guys most people aren't willing to talk at least they were sometimes that gets messy i think this was yeah. one such case where retro retrospectively it was a waste of time but i'll yeah. still show up when people are willing to talk yep yeah like it's uh it's just like this internet, you know, like the, it's a lot, they brought up Keemstar a lot. Like a lot of this stuff just kind of like, ironically enough, they're talking about East Les, but it's just like this drama mongering and shit like that. And that's why, you know, that's why I said I, I stopped fucking with that Bloodsport shit a while ago because that shit gets yeah. old mad fast. But like, what do you think this shit's doing at the end of the day? Because like, I low key feel like this might be driving people farther left, if anything, because I just see this, <laughs> this spurging constantly. It's yeah. Like, nigga, y'all want to talk about some shit? You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't know. I, you'd have to ask them what their aim is. I don't watch their show to know, and that's why I was kind of confused. Like, what's a bit and what's real here? They themselves, as I said, do this clown nose on, clown nose off thing where sometimes they're serious, and then if they get backed into a corner, they're not. So I don't know, man. I, all I know is I'm not trying to pick those kind of fights on my show. If I have a disagreement with someone, I'll explain why, but I'm not going to character attack and 
character assassinate in the way that they did to me because I think the broader fights are are too important but I guess they don't share that you'd have to ask them about it yeah yeah you're right bro yeah they just looking for fights out here it's just this drama shit man you shouldn't take it too serious and again I'm not trying to blow smoke up your ass my nigga that, that, no I, I got you but, yeah, yeah, I think uh, a lot of a few people have emailed me, and I got to wrap this up, so I'll be, I'll be yeah, quick. Yeah, yeah, but thank you, man. And uh, a lot of people have emailed me with the same sentiment, where they're like, "That's probably a waste of time. You could probably be more productive doing something else." I totally understand where you're coming from. After the fact, my philosophy is like, I will talk where people want to talk. I think more often than not, that's productive. But you do get these episodes with that philosophy, where it's it's like that that was a waste of time. Nothing good came out of that. It was like that Spino episode. That's exactly yeah. what it was like. Yeah. Thanks, oh, thanks man. I appreciate it. Yeah, man, yeah. man. You think easy. You as well. Okay. I can't stop reading these comments, though. What, on the stream? No, I, the comments um, in the interview that you did. Oh, yeah, that's what I mean. On that I mean, they got They got ratioed, like, hard. Well, they got their fan base. You know, I'm not going to pretend like I... It was my best performance ever. I don't think it was. I think it was a very difficult spot. And if I could do it over again, I'd probably take a breath and chill out a little bit more than I did. Why? But, you think your problem was you were being too reasonable? No, I'm or saying I think I was, probably too, I was probably going after them a little hard and I should have paused a little bit and let them speak. Oh, that it was not my problem with this. Hmm. Unsweet tea. Sorry, go ahead. Uh, yeah, no problem. Can you all hear me? Of course. Yep. Loud and clear. What's on your mind? Um, I actually had some questions about your thoughts on care at hospitals. So a little context. Hmm. My girlfriend works in a hospital, and it's a nonprofit hospital. So they get a lot of drug-seeking people, people who don't have insurance, um, people the cops pick up and stuff like that. And tell me about these people who come in to hospital and – aren't following the plans that the staff are giving them. So for hmm. example, massively morbidly obese people are ordering delivery food to their hospital rooms, you know, <laughs> not sticking to their diet plans. DoorDash, Burger King or something like that? Yeah, exactly. She, wow. uh, she told me that one dude was ordering like enough food for like six people from Chick-fil-A every meal. Wow. Okay. Um, but they still have to treat these people at the hospital. I was just yeah. wondering what your thoughts are on that situation because I think it's kind of bullshit. It's a waste of resources from other people who actually need it. Well, that's the problem. Yeah. Of course, I support the individual's right to live the life that you choose, and that includes that includes eating yourself into an unhealthy state if that's the decision that you make. But you're exactly right that the the structure we have puts other people liable for your poor decisions. Uh, I'm not a fan of that. I'm not a fan. I, of course, I want to take care of people who are in a tough spot. I think that charity is the best mechanism to do that. It's voluntary. But yeah, I think, and this is, this is what people don't realize about the, the uh, Medicare for All proposal, or the government controlling all forms. I mean, our, people who listen to us realize, but people who are in favor of it, I think, don't necessarily realize. Once the government has all the say on this sort of thing, yet the government is liable for your care, therefore they're going to make sure that you behave in certain ways that are objectively healthy. Yeah. You know, I think that's going to be an outcome, not just rationing of care, but like government directives of dietary habits and things like that. We've already seen Which, flavors of this, like the soda ban in New York City. Yeah. Yep. Did you? I don't have that much experience with with hospital stuff, though, because I mean, I you know, my grandparents are gone. My parents are in good health. I don't go to hospitals very frequently. So if you have more thoughts on this. Um, yeah, I don't I don't have much experience in hospitals personally. 
Um, but I guess I'm a little bit more draconian. I, I feel like, you know, if they see people like this or addicts who are coming in, we, you know, they bounce from hospital to hospital getting pills and they have, re- they keep records of these things. I just mm-hmm. think they should just turn them away at the door. I mean, and how do you square they, that with like the hypocrite? Well, like, I, I, yeah, you're, I understand it's completely against the Hippocratic Oath. I absolutely agree with that. You I know, guess that's I do no that. harm, but there's an argument yeah. to be made that like neglecting someone is harmful, I suppose. Yeah, we gotta wrap this up. Yeah. Uh, all right, a uh, last word if you want it. I'm good. Uh, thank y'all. Well, thanks, man. Yeah, take Would care. Would you mind you for, doing the super chats while I go to the bathroom? Thank you for keeping me on the clock. Uh, I can do that. I don't have them open, but I can figure it out. Oh, thank you. Why, my, my, what a what a tiny bladder you have. Is that why people are congratulating you on the just, tiny Just give me bladder? two minutes, okay? Okay. Uh, over on Streamlabs, I know a fat guy says, in non-impeachment news, an army division defected to ex-president Evo of Bolivia. Also, reports of massacres are occurring in a slow march to civil war, but my impeachment. Yeah, I mean, to your point, I've heard nothing about this. This is news to me. And of course, we have what's going on with with Venezuela, which, as I understand, is still kind of a mess and still not settled. But I haven't followed that super closely either. I want to say thanks to um, top contributors over on DLive, Caesar. I don't know if that's a reference to Blonde's dog or not, but thanks for supporting the show. Darth Jones and Inertia, very much appreciated, guys. And uh, let me get the old Super Chats open. See what we got in there. Sorry, I have it bookmarked, but I don't have it open. So, you know, I should keyboard cat myself to uh, to pass the time here. But, you know, Blonde has one job and she's off peeing instead. Let's see what we got. Uh, well, we have a message. Let's see. Uh, Jacob Rhodes says, been watching uh, Revenge of the Sis for a few months. They could be a good show if they'd stop hating literally everybody on the internet and yelling at their own audience for like a third of every show. Shame you guys can't be friends. Yeah, I mean, I I really think I was treated unfairly, but objectively speaking, it seems like the quality of their show is pretty good. It seems like maybe they're funny guys. I don't know why they have an irrational hatred for not just me, but it's seemingly anybody who has had any degree of success on YouTube. That seemed weird to me, but on principle, I wish that we could stand together to fight against the threats to our principles. Apparently they're mad that I didn't uh, say the right things about the untrendy people at the right time. But, uh, but thank you for, um, thanks for hanging out with us. And you know, if you, if you decide to keep hanging out with them, maybe, um, maybe they'll, they'll hear some of your words. I don't know. Appreciate it, dude. Uh, Bane Trump says, Hey Matt, I appreciated you going on revenge of the sis, but I think everyone kind of looked bad. Merch for being too cynical going uh, after grifters and you for being too confrontational from the start. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I went aggressive. That's, I think that's fair, but uh, in context, I'm responding to the absolutely unjustified and aggressive claims made against me. And, uh, you know, it's, it's also two on one. Like I, I got to go in hard. I'm, I'm fighting two dudes. So I get it. I'm not, I'm not claiming, I'm not going to stand here and claim like I'm the undisputed champion of such a show. I think the show was a waste of time and, uh, but you know, you still do it. Arrow burns. Marsh says, uh, I went public, uh, yet a f- I went public yet few people know who I am. My pay, my pal was adamant about shifting the national conversation for me. I'm not sure (laughs) that one's maybe over my head, I guess. Bane Trump. Let's be honest. You wouldn't need to ask blonde to have Fuente son. She loves him. No, I, on principle, I don't make announcements about the show without consulting with blonde. I just don't do that. 
in the same way she doesn't do that to me. We make decisions together. Do I think Blonde would say absolutely not? No, I don't think so. But it's not, that's not the point. The point is we make decisions together. I can't make some sort of announcement without her. DSA Flanagan says, yeah, why, um, why don't you ever have Nats, Natsos, Nat, what's the proper pronunciation? Nat Socks, National Socialist, Nat, Nat Soches on your show. You untermensch Snow Ape. I know. Well, Snow Ape, I like that one. And of course, um, you know, I, I'm happy to have Kevin and Flanagan anytime. So uh, I appreciate it. And of course, the best part of that stream was a Kevin Flanagan cameo. So thanks for showing up. Black Magic says, God invented beer so Anglo-Saxons wouldn't try to rule the world. I mean, we did anyway, but at least he tried. Uh, Sayors, Sayors, Sayors. Sorry if I'm mispronouncing that. Skinny Medic has some great videos on tourniquet use and wound packing. He won the SC paramedic competition with a partner, South Carolina, I assume, but I don't know, with a partner in 2014, 2015, and 2016. Well, I'll have to check it out. YouTube, of course, is a great instructional resource for about every skill under the sun. So thanks for the recommendation. Sherry Harrison says, love you too. Well, thank you, Sherry. Much appreciated. PG, true conservative stand with Fuentes. Go watch America First. Daily Wire and Turning Point surprised me by doing left, left tactic smears. Groypers are asking valid questions and get shaken off as bigoted and remain unanswered. Yeah, I mean, I think that people of principled values at least defend their right to speak and to engage in the same roles as everybody else. I can't say that I agree with Fuentes on everything, but I also, I mean, maybe I'm not a true conservative, whatever you want to, I don't even use the label conservative to describe myself. But yeah, I, I agree that it's funny how the principles of free speech absolutism suddenly dissolve when they don't work in your favor necessarily. JM says, my first super chat, loved watching you destroy ROTC. Well, that's very charitable. I appreciate it. I used to watch them, but after watching you pick them apart, their hypocrisy, etc., I unsubscribed. Well, I've heard a few people say something like this, and even though I think I, I was treated like trash, I never like to see people in this arena suffer. You know, I, want, I, I don't want their show to do poorly. I want them to do well, just like I want everybody in this arena to do well. But yeah, if they're going to trash people and attack people it's hard to sustain an audience point taken and thank you man warren hershaw says watch nick fuentes versus adam kokesh debate i'm not familiar with the latter but uh are you familiar with adam kokesh Mm-mm. so that's a recommendation are you on stream kevin, labs uh no i'm just almost done with uh with super chat here i'll be quick kevin flanagan's mom which by the way i think kevin flanagan's mom spelled flanagan incorrectly but, you know, whatever. We'll go Maybe with the Maybe Kevin bit. doesn't know how to spell it. <laughs> Kevin made a comment at dinner tonight saying that Roscoe, our Rottweiler, must have busted a Swalwell or something. What does that mean? Well, I'm excited to actually discuss this a little bit on Sunday. Uh, did you, I assume you saw the clip, right? The, the Swalwell yeah. fart clip. Uh, it, it, it had to be him, right? Well, here's the thing. It I'll, sounded I'll, like a sound effect. Well, I, that's the thing. I, when I listen with headphones... It does kind of sound like something dragging across a desk, but the thing that I can't get over is the pause. Like, if Swalwell didn't do it, why did he pause like that? Like, how could he, how could he possibly... I feel for him. There are just times in all of our lives when we cannot control our farts, and we hope that those times are not when you're live on air. Right, but if that happened to us... You just say, yeah, I, f- I fucking did it. Sorry. Me? Oh, no, I would take that to the grave. No, I would blame I... it on you. I would never... <laughs> Ever admit that. 
Big Red Doggy says, here's a super chat for the super grifter. Well, thank you, man. And thank you for putting me in position to grift for all these years. I appreciate it very much. Raynor Chen says, my sis working for Planned Parenthood wants to climb the woke ladder. And I told her to identify as a man. She got a black eye the next day because her wife was super pissed that she lost her L card. Poor sis was stunning, but not brave enough. Well, RIP. I'm sorry to hear that. DSA Kevin Flanagan, Matt, you said to gas a certain group, that's an automatic win and definitely not something I clipped. On their show, they asked me what the Kevin Flanagan bit was because Kevin says, yeah, Matt's a gatekeeper. He censors my super chats all the time. And I say, well, Kevin's bit is basically trying to be as edgy as he possibly can, not just for our show, but also the YouTube automatic censors. And so, yeah, he's telling me to gas the Jews. He's telling me to do all this stuff. And I can't always read it. But since those guys are the edgelord masters of the universe, of course I can say whatever I want on their show. Um, yes, Kevin Flanagan did get me to say to, to G the J's. So Kevin Flanagan wins the day. <laughs> Message deleted straight to Planned Parenthood. Thank you. Uh, they thank you at least. Robert Owens, thanks for supporting the show. Robert Owens is, this is from Absurd Reality. Robert Owens is a butt pirate. Who's Robert Owens? R matey. I don't know who that is. Me neither. I legit don't know. <laughs> but butt pirate for sure. Okay, let's hop back into the calls. Uh, I left off with Unsweet Tea, so Danny is up next. Let's get Danny in here. Danny, you're going to go hey, if you're ready. Danny. Okay, so my question was, is there anything inherently wrong or immoral with having quote-unquote racist or prejudiced beliefs? Ah, um... Well, as long, I'll, I'll say this. There's, I don't think there's a, as we've discussed before, I don't think there's an immoral thought or belief until it becomes action. So is it possible to transform a prejudiced belief into an unjust or immoral action? Absolutely. Like you kill a black person because you don't like black people. Of course that's unjust. But is the thought itself, is just the idea in your mind of I don't like this person for some stupid superficial reason or whatever. Is that immoral? No, I think you're entitled to the thought in your own mind and to the opinions of your own conscience. I don't think there's anything inherently immoral about that. Am I wrong? Am I missing something? No, that's what I was getting at too. Uh, and well, I was going to ask too, was it immoral short of any physical action put out, which I would say, no, it's not. No, I mean, you're thinking something. Yeah, we've talked about this on the show before. I struggle with the idea of an immoral thought generally. We've kind of gone back and forth about whether that's possible. I don't think until it transforms into action, either self-destructive or harmful to another person, that the thought itself is a moral, uh, a moral failing. Yeah, I think I mean, I'm as far uh, as, agree with as, y'all. As far as like racial beliefs or not liking someone because of a certain religion or not liking someone because of any number of characteristics, I guess what I don't understand is, okay, make the argument that it's moral or not, but say, why would racism be more or less immoral than not liking someone for their haircut or for their stupid face or for the voice that they have or any other inherent characteristic or not inherent characteristic. I mean, people don't like you because you're gay, because you're straight, because you're Christian, because you're Jewish, because you're Muslim, whatever. That's their opinion. They're entitled to that. Nobody, nobody has a moral obligation to like you for any reason. Right. Well, I mean, how many countries did the little hats get kicked out of? <laughs> 
Countries or, or places? Well, places. Now, now you're transforming into action. 157, so, but we have to let you go. Blonde All always right. has it at the top of her head. I've also heard 163. I, I don't know. <laughs> but you haven't vetted it for yourself? Well, a lot of the places no longer exist, existed for a brief period of time. Some are cities. I've looked at the list and I'm like, mm, this is inconsistent. They're, the way that they have calculated this is inconsistent. Yeah. Okay. Well, um, you know, I can't wait till we get banned for counting numbers. Anyway. Oh, my God. You guys. All right. You'll have Thank a good night. Thank you. Uh, I just defended and platformed that speech. Is that edgy and brave enough? Is that uh, sufficiently unpopular? Okay. Who's up next? Ooh, I'm excited. Okay, I'm. Uh, we were gonna speak with E is for epitome. Yes, I know it's epitome, but uh, she's ready to go now. So she did her personal ad. Was it last week or the week before? I can't remember. But she's trying out this personal ad on the show. Hi. And uh, hi, girl. I'm excited to hear the update because this is a first for our show and our community. So I know you have some news on some. I guess changes to the to the personal ad is that right? Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, I realized. Hold on, let me pause. Um, and and maybe just explain it briefly again for people who missed last week's show and might be interested. Yeah, yeah, sure. So this all stemmed from Matt's advice when he said to me, "If you want to find someone, you better do it like it's your job." And I was like, "Oh, why mm. does that have to be true?" It is true. <laughs> so. Yeah. Yeah, so I was like, well, uh, I guess I'll try it out. So I gave my pitch last week on the show, and I invited people to send me a message on Discord. So shout out to everyone who did. Um, met some interesting people. There's some cool people out there. Not too many creepers so far, so good news for that. Um, I'm proud please. of our audience, though. It's <laughs> nice to hear. Yeah, yeah. Points to the ones who like got down to business and made their pitch, because, you know, just... I, I know realize people need to know I exist to be able to pitch me, but that also doesn't mean I want to be the one initiating everything. Because Blonde is right when she says we just need someone to tell us what to do. So, oh yeah, points for that. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I got several messages, and um, after answer asking and answering the same questions about a bunch of times, I was like, man, there has to be a more efficient way to do this. So I don't know if this is a good idea or if it will work, but I created a survey for all the preliminary questions that need to be asked. This is hardcore. <laughs> yeah. Good for you. Um, and so if you are so inclined, you're invited to take the survey. And I weighted the questions based on like really important slash non-negotiable things for me. So those are what mm. scored heavier than just like other personality type stuff. Um, it's a, I'm going to be... Uh, transparent it's a lot of questions but it's not that right many side, questions yeah it's a lot of questions but they're easy they're they're multiple choice i tried to make it a little fun hopefully you'll get an idea of my personality going through it like here's an example of one of the questions on a scale of Allahu akbar to eagle screech how much do you love america they're not hard <laughs> questions is that a non-negotiable? Are you prepared to <laughs> date a communist or something? the scoring of this. Oh, so they don't know. Don't want... They don't know what's the most important to you. Correct, yes. Okay. So if you score high, I will, um, I will contact you. But that being said, 
This is not like me trying to be a huge gatekeeper and be like, you have to take the survey. If you think you can make a better pitch on your own, feel free to to DM me. But By the way, you, you, you're entitled to be your own gatekeeper. Like you can gate. Uh, <laughs> something well, wrong with gatekeeping are, right, yourself. Right. And, and I yeah. get that too. But some people are like, oh, that's such a high bar. To, why would we want to do that just to have well, a chance or whatever? Yes and no. Which I mean, I the other side of it is as... As I mentioned, like that will weed out people who are not serious. And if you're not right. serious, that's that's fine. It's yeah, not a rip yeah. on that person. It's just but like, I, you know what you're looking for and, and you're looking for a requisite effort. True, yes. And at the same time, I do understand that some personality, some people don't want to sit there and click through a whole long thing. So mm -hmm. if you feel like your route is more effective to just pitch me, do that. But I'll also say, um, if you th the like an inside tip, if you're going to message me, haha, how many messages have you gotten is not like the most compelling opener. <laughs> it's always a, a dick pic. Go with the dick pic. <laughs> right. So like it might take you seven minutes to do the survey. Think maybe for seven minutes about your pitch if you decide not to do the survey. That's all I'm saying. Are you, you know? open to like any and all geographies? You don't care where a person's from or, or anything mean, like that? I mean, ideally in the States. I've spent plenty of time outside the States and I don't particularly want to. But you're fine if they're like opposite coast or something. Yeah, sure. Because I don't. Uh, right now I'm in California. And mm -hmm. it, when it burns down, I don't want to be here. <laughs> sure. So, you know, I I'm open to. Obviously, it's always harder if you're trying to start something being far away. But mm -hmm. like, you know, who am I going to find in Southern California? Let's be honest. I don't know. I mean, I've it is really populous. There. So there must be some That's true. there. Anyway. Oh, actually, yeah. Shout out to the person who is nearby. We almost decided to go to the Kanye, <laughs> the Kanye Opera at the Hollywood gone. Bowl. It would have been sweet. Why didn't you, you go? Well, I'm out of town and he's oh. So, yeah. Okay. We'll, we'll anyway, have to, um, yeah, yeah, we'll have to kind of wrap guys... it up. But for people who are interested in replying to uh, this personal ad and potentially being the person who saves this young lady from Southern California, yep. save her, yes. guys. Uh, how do they yes. find you, and how do they find this particular uh, right. survey? So I guess I'll post the survey in the off-topic channel, and then if you want to message me, it's E is for Epitome on Discord. <laughs> Either of those two ways, you can get in touch with me. Okay. So good luck, everybody. Thanks for your time. And I hope I don't regret this. All right. And we'll, <laughs> we'll try to check back uh, as updates are available. I, I'd like to, yeah, to sure. make sure we can get an update on this make sort of sure thing because it's an interesting idea nobody's tried before. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. I'll be the guinea pig. And then you guys will be like, oh, crap. Now our show is just like the dating game. So sorry. <laughs> uh, I, and, well, I'll, I'll make a deal with you. If Blonde and I get invited to the wedding... Oh, okay. yeah. that we facilitate, then uh, then I'm fine. Sure, with, sure. Yeah. Okay. All right. Thanks a lot. <laughs> All right. Have a good night. Bye. Bye. Okay. Adult male content with all your, you're going to love this. This person gets what, 20 minutes because he might want to talk uh, circumcision. Oh, yeah. So, you know, put that timer away. Huh. <laughs> uh, he got booted. Maybe he's, uh, I don't know if he's on mobile. It's booting him out. Hello. There we go. Are you on mobile? It's giving us. Oh, mm. good grief. Okay, let's try again. Just go for. Fucking. Okay. 
It's not. It, it's nope. Just don't try again. Me. This beeping is driving me crazy. I don't even hear the beeping. It's not. It's not letting us bring you in, man. Uh, unfortunately. So we'll we'll try again another time. Friendly reminder: mobile is very picky like that. It has a. It just doesn't work well with Discord. So if at all possible, desktop, laptop, a computer yep. is uh, is the way to go. And uh, and sorry, man. I I've enjoyed our conversations before, so I hope we can catch up again soon. And uh, thanks for thanks for your. Um, Sticking with us. I know the technical difficulties get annoying, but Discord is the best that we have. And is this legalized now? And now you're an Antiba no, member? Antiba member 1488. Oh, okay. Well, I, we got a reference earlier. Apparently there's criminal plotting in the Discord server. Yeah, I mean, only... I banned him. It was kind of on the edge because, I mean, I, I kind of felt bad for the dude because unironically he's kind of a schizo. So. Hmm. But did, I, I did banned you him, get, and then did he just get a to be warning? safe. But we just, we yeah, just I, to, I told him to never do it again. And he did. Looking, I was looking at some legal stuff. It seems a little more serious than I originally thought. So yeah. I well, th- thanks for taking care of that for me, man. I appreciate it. Yeah, I don't get why he always has to talk about that stuff when he's got like two minutes in front of a bunch of people. I don't know why he doesn't just email or just talk to me, but it's all right. Oh, you're talking about what? Is, I don't know. I only know he you and Myth independently. I don't know if you guys have beef or whatever, but I thank you guys both for no, I, doing I, what you've done with the community. I mean, I, I make fun of Myth all the time. Yeah. Um, anyway, I, I wanted to talk about. Um, do, do you still think that free speech thing is a good idea? Because like, <laughs> yes. so far I've been I've been think I've been thinking about okay. it for a while, and um, marketplace this marketplace of ideas thing it hasn't been working out too well in this country. I think it's absolutely worked well. The places of the world that have it are objectively more successful than the places that don't. And of course there are, it's not a perfect system whereby there's no mess along the way as though no bad idea ever gets tried, but entrusting one benevolent monarch or whatever we're entrusting the truth authority or the information authority to always get it right much more dangerous proposition. I mean, do you have a, if I'm open to the idea, if you have anything other than a theoretical place where a perfect benevolent being controls the information, has there been a, an information controlled state that was successful to your liking? Well, I, I guess it depends on what you mean by, uh, by like, what's your objective standard? Cause I don't think, uh, like, uh, economic growth is a perfect, uh, why not? I think that's a pretty good standard. proxy for, what would be a better standard of for quality of life? Well, I'd say uh, cultural strength per capita. Ah, get or, out, get out of here! <laughs> Come on, Your man! Time's I'm trying up to and get out. I'm uh, trying so to give more you more people have fountain pens. The better it is. It's that's a that's a that is a smaller portion of economic prosperity. The more economic prosperity, the more fountain pens. Well, under uh, the universal basic fountain pen plan, uh, everyone will have a fountain pen to start. And so, technically, here I thought you were trying prosperous. to take a contrarian yeah. stance. Uh, here i thought we were gonna okay and, um and t- you know get out get get all right get the hell out of here i can't believe i got duped on that one you know i, I usually know. can see fountain pen references are usually easier to see uh, from, you know, from farther away than the epstein didn't kill himself memes you can see those coming for some reason this one blindsided me i did not see it coming my failure old man hound is up next Old man hound, you're good to go if you're ready. Hey y'all. Um, Hi. Man, I had a rough day. I had a rough weekend. What yeah. happened now? So I was hanging out with my family and they are die hard liberals and oh, no. they're like not oh, no. super edgy. I mean they're really smart, but 
they're like excited and angry about politics, but they're not well educated about. Mm-hmm. Ugh, so like they have an Atlantic on one one table, the Washington Post on the other table, <laughs> and they're just listening to NPR twenty four. Like just oh, a softball. It they started talking about mass shootings in America, and they mentioned that you know I mean blacks actually commit significant amounts of mass shootings, and they flat told me that they don't commit any mass shootings, which is just those are hate statistics. Right, right. Well, so how do you how do you talk to people like that? How do you like work your way in just to like get a foothold? Oh man, well. It's probably for like personal experience, like personal interactions that way. You're probably asking the wrong guy because I, my family interactions are very small scale. I don't have like a big giant extended family that I'm always hanging out with. It's pretty much my parents and my fiance and I, and we're all mostly on the same page. So it it tends not to get hostile with friends or people who may not agree with me politically that I otherwise associate with in day to day life. I don't talk, as I've said many times, I don't talk politics until they explicitly say, yes, I would like to discuss politics with you. Because, but when I'm in a different position too, because that's, you know, this is what I do uh, for a living. So I don't really have an appetite to discuss it when I'm just trying to have a good time with some friends or something like that either. But as far as like... Everybody wants to talk about it all the time now. Yeah, I mean, as far as... if you're in position where people are always bringing it up, like your family is that uh, hardcore about it, you have two options. One is to stand and fight. And the other is to lay down and kind of, it's not lay down, but it's like, just play along. Like, yeah, yeah. Orange man's on his way out. The walls are closing in for sure. I think it's up to you to order your priorities. And to me, integrity of family is a pretty high, uh, pretty high spot on the order of priorities. Even if I think they're doing things wrong, I'm more inclined to maintain peace in my family specifically than try to maintain perfect political principle all the time. Mm-hmm. But that's what I'm I tried really hard not to like, not to throw on any opinions and then kind of like to talk about it though. So I kind of yeah. get drawn in yeah. and I try to sort of like softball things, you know, like softball stuff. Like, well, you know, actually the racial disparity in say, terrorism or mass shootings you know you should look up the, the statistics on this because you'd be surprised you know the difference the difference is it the race stuff that drives them ang- that gets them angry or what is it uh, about your approach that's that's bothersome to them uh, no it's not that it's just um hmm. like if you just go down the list of of okay so the racing didn't come up as the racing it just came up as uh they were talking about like white mass shootings and I was just oh. like, yeah, well, it's crazy, isn't it? And they're like, yeah, white people just shoot people so much more in America. What? So I was like, well, it's not actually true at all. Okay. All right. right. Like, how do you, that's, that's, that's the pitch I got. So it was kind of like, well, how about you that know, local sports team. That's what you say at that point. I mean, uh, okay. I mean, that's a tough spot. Are you able, if you decide that you'd rather maintain family integrity over pick the political fight, are you able to have any non-political discussion with them? Can you pivot it away or is it always go back? We'll have to wrap it up, but yeah, last true. It's true. I should pick up. There's only, there's like two things that keep me sane. One, the great conversation on your discord server and two, the the Goulette pen factory up here in Richmond. We have the (laughs) biggest fountain pen repository. You guys, 
Oh my You're God, seriously speaking, here. I'm glad that the community has been helpful for you. And I, and I thank uh, everybody who's built that basically totally independent of us. I'm pretty amazed uh, how vibrant of a community the, uh, the Discord server actually is. So, oh, so thanks, man. All right, so these fountain pen pieces of shit. No. <laughs> Should we take uh, one more call or take a break or just? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, let's take one more. Uh, Kyle, the blind musician, is up next. If I wasn't an idiot and I could understand alphabetical order and find him, All there right. he is. Kyle, you're good to go if you're ready, man. Hey, Matt and Blonde, how are you doing? Hi, how are you? I've had better days, you know. Yeah, I know, yeah. But <laughs> I feel bad for you. <laughs> like every, I watched uh, it. I'm not doing, you know. There are people with significant challenges to overcome, uh, which you speak about all the time, so... Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I definitely don't think anything I've had to deal with is close to having to deal with those. <laughs> I don't think I should say the word. <laughs> no, please do. I want to hear the word. Okay. <laughs> I want to hear why that was actually the most significant challenge. Just because like, I've seen some of the other stuff they've said, and I'm just like, they're, they're, and I use this term very loosely, conservative hipsters. That's all they are. Hmm. Hipsters. I don't know about that. that. Like I've, I see, I'm like, like anyone who's pop is like, oh, they're a sellout, they're a grifter, they're this, they're that. I'm like, and they're like just bringing up completely irrelevant drama crap that no one. God, really how much cares money do about. they think we're making? Well, yeah, I know. It's like they, they think we're some big. It's like I never. The only time they accuse me of going on like Matt big subs Christian, they're gonna they're gonna uh, Photoshop me with a big brain or whatever. I never mm. went on there to pound my own chest or measure my own dick. They said my stuff is shit, and I'm going to respond saying, okay, maybe you should try shit because, <laughs> because it, you've been it's doing working, it for longer yeah. and it's not working to the same effect. When they say things mm -hmm. like, well, you're not, you're not making an impact. You're not rowing the boat. You're not making a splash. Well, okay, the splash is bigger than your splash, though. So yeah. it's not dick measuring. It's response to the criticism. I'm not ever going to go up to somebody unprompted and say, mm -hmm. do you know who I am? Have you heard of me before? You do that all the time. What are you talking yeah, about? Yeah, yeah. I'm a <laughs> big deal, you know. I want to get famous enough <laughs> to do that. Dick. And then... Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's my goal in life, to be famous enough to do that. And then when I'm not recognized, just be like, yeah, you wouldn't. You know? <laughs> wow, you're not. But it did... Uh, am I wrong? Maybe you can offer some insight in this, but it seemed like they just had automatic hatred for success. They just hate anybody who has had... Any any level of success on the platform of YouTube, and I thought that was so, just so lame. To be honest, no, like I don't. I, 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 I think you're right, um, and I hate you know. I normally hate using this as like oh you know, they're they're jealous or whatever. But I think with them, they're legitimately petty and like angry that you know their brand or whatever has not caught on. Well, and, and they think they're special. They think mm -hmm. that like YouTube favors me. It's like listen, I've experienced every form of censorship, censorship that you guys have. Right. Every single mm -hmm. one. Susan Wiki Wiki's thumb is personally on my channel. <laughs> Mm -hmm. They don't direct any traffic to me. They've all they've shot. This is a ghost corner of YouTube. You have to know about it to find it. And I, I really resent the implication that they somehow have been uniquely suppressed. And I have no idea what it's like because I'm a goody two shoes pet of Susan Wiki Wiki. No, man, mm -hmm. I'm right there with you in the struggle. That's why we should be friends. Yeah. Instead, I mean, you want to piss fight the, because they're so irrelevant. They fly under the radar for the most part. They get angry about it. Right. That the, the, they're they're. They're not important enough to be um, 
really throttled like you know you guys are i'm sure they are i'm sure because they're alternative news and news commentary they have the exact same algorithmic treatment mm-hmm. but two things can be true at once they might have a, a product which you know make their product however they want they might have a product that isn't as compelling as other people's i'm not even saying mine i'm saying the general mm-hmm. sphere and they're under the same algorithmic uh smothering that everybody else is those those aren't mutually exclusive they can both be true mm-hmm. I, I think they could because you know I've watched some of the stuff and you know they they have their moments where they're you know fairly funny and you know yeah, they had a great intro to their show I can say that some production but like do they the, the yeah. absolute just like you know juvenile nature that they act like with other people it's just like and like the way that they were acting when their you know own own fan base was kind of like uh, actually no you know Matt's been pretty consistent about defending things like no no you know no. you find me a clip of him defending you know, this person, this person, I'm like, I've never even heard of any of these people. Well, then you're bad at your job. That was the accusation. Yeah, really? like, yeah. Andrew so Anglin, made actually, it, yeah. oh, I'm sorry, go ahead. Well, the people they were referencing have been referenced and discussed on this show mm-hmm. multiple times. Well, someone brought up an excellent point in their comment section. They were like, well, I've never seen you guys, you know, condemn and say you, you're against speciality. So by your logic, it must be you guys are for bestiality then. Yeah. Everybody's like, always oh, bringing in the bestiality arguments. Why? <laughs> because that's uh, pretty soon it's going to be like Desmond bestiality and oh, we're going to have to say that it's... I went off of this right. I'm sorry. Yeah. I don't mean to keep yawning. Well, yeah, well thanks, man. I, uh, I appreciate the debrief because, you know, mm-hmm. this I, I try not to get pissed about shit that doesn't matter. But, yeah, this pissed me off. I'll admit it. Like, they fucking you know, righteous indignation is, you know, I don't think is getting pissed at something. Like, if someone's, you know, saying things that are just patently false about you, I think being indignant is perfectly justifiable. Hmm. Well, thanks for checking in, man. I appreciate mm-hmm. it. Um, and, uh, real quick before I go, not I wanted pens. to ask you guys. No, not fountain pens, I promise. <laughs> um, I wanted to ask you guys what your favorite Christmas carols are. Because, you know, it's coming up. Uh, Deck the Halls, I'm kind of partial to. I like that one. Um, Silent Night. I like that's that. classic. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, this is kind of weird, but I have this. Um, because when I was younger, my mom, I don't know if they count as Christmas Christmas carols, but my mom would always play the Home Alone soundtrack on our home stereo at Christmas mm-hmm. time. So that gets me really nostalgic for being like eight years old and looking forward to, <laughs> to presents. Mm-hmm. Uh, my mom would always play Amy Grant Christmas carols too. Oh, jeez. So. Um, huh? I don't know that I have a particular song, but certain performers that, uh, that were kind of ingrained in my young brain. I like some Mariah Carey classics. All mm-hmm. I want for Christmas is you. Ah. I, my guitar teacher hated that song because everyone <laughs> well, you're the sang music- it. You're the music guy. You got a couple before we let you go. Um, I, well, if we're talking carols, my absolute favorite is Angels We Have Heard on High. Hmm. Oh, that's a good one. Um, and then if we're just talking about like Christmassy songs, um, I would say probably Wonderful Christmas Time by Paul McCartney. I don't know if I know that one. I, might have to check oh, it out. It, I hate that it's, song. It, <laughs> yeah, well, it's, it's a song that people are like, oh, this is Paul McCartney's worst song, but he makes like a hundred thousand dollars on it like every year or something crazy <laughs> baby i'm amazed so, is paul mccartney's worst song well he's sold out he's a piece of shit he's unprincipled <laughs> fuck him yeah fuck you paul mccartney thanks Freaking grifter yeah. <laughs> thanks uh, man thanks do you know who the last person was um yes i do it was absurd reality it was the butt pirate one uh i'm just gonna control f butt Oh, but it's boring. B-U-T with, uh, with one, Absurd. with one T. Absurd. Absurd. Shut up. Okay. 
you already read that one, right? Yes. Kevin Flanagan says, oh, Matt said we're friends today. That's true. I uh, realized what I was saying right away. I was like, uh, oh, fuck, am I going to get... I just said I'm friends with Kevin Flanagan. Now I'm in trouble. I meant to say I'm friendly. Friendly. No, uh, I mean, no. of course, a serious acknowledgement. I appreciate his support for our he show. He has given and us his, tons of money. And his good-natured... I, I gather Kevin Flanagan is one of those guys where like, I, I have a hard time understanding what the line between sincere and trollery is. And I know he does sincerely have a lot of edgy beliefs, but to the point I'm making to those guys, I'm not going to ban someone from my community because of edgy beliefs. And Kevin Flanagan has been nothing but good natured about admittedly me having to figure out, okay, how do I, how do I navigate not censoring speech fundamentally on principle? I don't want to do that with the reality that if I, read what this guy tells me to read my entire platform is Nuked. at risk right. so you know love him or hate him i think he's think he uh is a legitimate uh i don't know perhaps he is a legitimate nazi whatever um the guy has been totally good good natured with me and um and willing to understand where i'm coming from so yeah so that's all i have to say about uh, in, in sincere terms and that's why i'd say we're friendly and we're friends Nala Black says, fuck Mersh and Royce. They're nothing more than a pair of edgy, on-purpose, try-hard fuckwits that have nothing unique or intelligent to bring to the conservative space. They're YouTube cancer. I don't even know about these guys until yesterday. I didn't know about them until I watched the stream, but... Well, you said people have recommended them. I, nobody's ever recommended well, them. Well, I, I recognize the name Revenge of the Sis, but I never checked it out. I never went and yeah. listened to them talk. Uh, Bane Trump. By the way, Don Jr.'s girlfriend called Groypers at TPUSA incels. Don Jr. needs to get away from Kirk. Yeah, I mean, dude's got a broken family, and now he's uh, dating a fish face, twice divorcee, ex Fox News correspondent. She's twice divorced. I didn't know that. Uh, she was married to Gavin Newsom. What is that really? Kimberly Guilfoyle. Yeah. You can't have. Okay, I mean, I, Don Jr. doesn't need. Was lectures. she? Am I wrong? She doesn't about need. That? He doesn't need lessons from me on how to succeed. But Jesus Christ, that guy you is can't, a is a siren level douchebag. You can't have Gavin Newsom's sloppy seconds. Yeah. Come on. Am I wrong about this? Gavin Newsom. Yeah, totally. We better check, fact check that. If I'm Eskimo <laughs> brothers with Gavin Newsom. Okay. That's fucking gross. Yeah. Kimberly Guilfoyle Newsom. Yeah. Um, username, password. No, no. Thank you. A Yellow King David Hotel. First, they came for the white nationalist, and I said nothing because I wasn't a white nationalist. Spicy. Kotaku says, regarding Fartgate, Swalwell did threaten to drop bombs on America. Ayo. <laughs> He's just following through, yeah. Evan Williams, a bunch of super chats. Four for free $2 super chats. Thanks, Susan. Oh, well, thanks. We appreciate it. Wyatt Rosebrock. Uh, Proverbs 24.9, the thought of foolishness is sin. Hmm. Absurd reality. The thought of foolish. I'd have to hear more about that. I mean, the thought of foolishness. Why can't I like, how do I know what foolishness is if I don't think about it? You know, the thought of foolishness is sin. Absurd reality. Robert Owens loves the COC. In fact, lives for it. Am I retarded? Uh, isn't this the reference we didn't know earlier? And now I, it's, I feel like I'm being... I'm I was being, peeing for like 10 minutes, so I like don't... I'm being trolled. I, I, the name Robert Owens was mentioned earlier, but I didn't know who it was. Turd Ferguson, uh, no note. Um, Elephant Man, more people are watching on DLive. That is sweet. Yeah, I'm really glad the, um, the community is, is growing over there. 
So Kevin Flanagan. Again, bear with me. I know I see you guys in the chat and you're you're laughing at me because I don't understand how it works. There's some truth to that. I still don't fully understand how DLive works. Uh, but I appreciate what you guys are doing and building a community over there. And for the life of me, I swear, people tell me it's possible to read the super chats there. I've scoured the website. I don't see where you, you get a nice list of them like on YouTube, but I'll have to email the staff and figure it out. And I appreciate everybody who's hanging out over there. Um, Kevin Flanagan, I knew a regime that had my based Uncle Joe as Minister of Propaganda worked out really well until three empires crushed it. Weird how three disparate countries teamed up seamlessly. Mm. Hmm. Dun, dun, dun. Blair Loud, uh, New Hampshire v. v Idaho. Why is one better than the other for an escape from the current culture? Blonde and sticks, communes. Hmm. Um, I love Idaho, but uh, the winners are tough. Although I don't know what New Hampshire winners are. They're probably pretty bad, right? I've never lived in New England winter, so I, I couldn't tell you. You're surrounded by a lot of conservatives out here, a, co a lot of conservative areas. I feel like in New Hampshire, you're going to be in a libertarian area surrounded by liberal areas. Live free or die, man. There was that, that whole movement. That's true. Well, well the I've movement never of people to Hampshire, move so. there to like make their state. Yeah. And I think sticks lives in Vermont actually. Yeah. Uh, Fisher, what Matt, what's your next firearm purchase? Uh, I don't necessarily have one planned. Um, I will say that there's some stuff I've shot lately that I wish I could get. I shot, um, an M1 carbine lately. That was just awesome. It's my favorite gun that I've shot in the last few months that a friend had. I wish I could pick one up. Um, I wanted to pick up, uh, an AKV from Palmetto state, a nine millimeter AK for fun, but, uh, you know, that's, that's a little bit expensive. So, um, my my practical needs are pretty much met and now it's just stuff either for kicks or for like collecting purposes mm. so uh, i've spent enough money on guns the last year and a half and uh i'm just trying to to chill out a little bit i actually what i need to buy is suppressors that will probably be the next uh purchase uh blonde i took some dating advice from you a while back and now i'm in a relationship with an incredible woman thank you both for covering such a cool. wide array of topics that is so cool thank you glad to hear congratulations kevin i, I come on <laughs> Come on, man. Did he go too far again? Yep. Quantum football. Oh. Rebecca, I hope All the right. meatloaf in your oven lives long and prospers. Uh, he also said, I meant oven, not over. I Context clues. I figured it out. All, All right. right. Let's, uh, let's hop into calls. We'll do our last segment of calls uh, before we get into... I didn't even look at the email list tonight. Do we have a big email list? Yeah, pretty big. Okay. Uh, and then I will check back with uh, Streamlabs and DLive at the end of the show. So thanks for supporting over there as well, guys. Let's see what we got in the, let's see who's up next. Whale is the next caller. I totally forgot about the, uh, about the debate tonight, man. Do I have enough energy to watch a democratic debate tonight? I don't think so. Ugh. I don't think I'm going to do that until tomorrow. Whale, you're good to go if you're ready. Hey guys. Hi. What's on your mind? Uh, just a follow up to a statement that you made last week. Actually, yeah, before before we get into that, uh, I just want to say, like, this is the first time I'm calling in, and I'm a big fan of you guys. Cool. Thanks for oh, well, thanks for calling in. Thanks for tuning in. I, you know, I, I knew about Blonde for a while, and actually, I, I really never liked your channel initially. And then over the past couple of, I guess, year or so, when I've been following the, the show with you and Matt, I've really started to, uh, like enjoy you more as well as Matt. Um, I think Matt, like you align with me a lot, like hmm. just in general, like temperament, I suppose. 
You sound, yes, you sound like you speak at a, a very even, calm pace. And we, can, <laughs> yeah. we could hang out and be NPR buddies together. Well, uh, that'd be nice. <laughs> so last week you, you uh, made a statement essentially talking about how you think that um, like you trust in the wisdom of the, of the crowd, so to speak, more so than your own judgment on certain topics. And when, when you were saying that, I, I was thinking to myself, because this is a topic that I think is, is sort of interesting and has been studied quite a bit. Um, like the wisdom of the crowds, like that's true in a certain sense, but in a lot of cases that there really is no wisdom, it's more mob rule type of thing. Well, I want to clarify too. I'm not saying in all circumstances. I think there are particular areas in which I have more knowledge than the average person or maybe even the the group sentiment. But what I'm talking about is say control of information or control of economics, for example. I don't think that I can um control an economy to generate better innovation than everybody else's innovation combined. I don't think that I'm smarter on every topic under the sun than every everybody else combined that's what i'm getting at not that there aren't points where i might be correct and the and 51 percent of people aren't that's not necessarily what i'm saying yeah i mean i i get that and you know i i come from like the perspective of generally being of that opinion i think as well but i i do think it's important to recognize when like you have individual expertise or you have sure uh, individual, yeah individual, but i think like, it's knowledge. and i think Go at ahead. that point it's it's your job to persuade the group you know it's your job to contribute to that free marketplace and and yeah. convince them yep uh do you have yeah, any final words a, just a, as a recommendation there's a couple of books i don't know if you're really into reading about this subject matter but on decision making in general um like Don, daniel kahneman's uh thinking fast and slow as well as uh, Taleb's skin in the game, go mm -hmm. into a lot of detail about how effective decisions and informed effective decisions are made. I think those are really interesting topics. Sure. Appreciate it. Have a good night. Hey. Right, thanks. Landwell, that's a good name. Let's see. You think this person's super fat? <laughs> I don't know. You can ask. Land whale, you're good to go. Hey, man. Hey, Blonde. Oh, hey. Hey, what's on your mind? Hey, uh, just really quick before I wanted to start, I want to say, man, I called in. And I, I lost you a little bit. You called in when? I called in a few weeks ago and I was skipped over. Uh, you oh. shouldn't. It, I mean, it can happen. It's possible that I maybe I missed you. But the other I'll thing is. The list, because everybody's hitting the server at the exact same time, the list, the order can be different for me than for you. Were you near the end or were you like in the middle? I was smack dab in the middle, but okay, maybe anyway. I just missed you. You know, I, it's you know, I do the best I can, but yeah, you know, it's just uh, I, I just wanted to. I was talking earlier. I was a couple weeks ago. Project Nightingale. I don't know if you guys have heard about it. Um, no. but it was, it's a, it's a, a project between Google and, um, this healthcare group Ascension mm -hmm. where Google apparently was retrieving protected healthcare information from Ascension, which is apparently this really big, uh, healthcare group in the United States. And it was going on for over a this, year. Yeah. Um, 
and they ended up taking I think twenty one different states that 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 worked with uh, Ascension Healthcare and gathered this protected healthcare information. And um, it sounds like it sounds like Ascension and Google both made a point to say that that this was protected under this act called HIPAA, which is the Health Insurance Protection right. and Accountability Act or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was looking into it and it sounds more and more like the more I look into it, that it actually isn't covered under it. And I've, I've worked in healthcare for four some years now. So, I mean, for me, at least working in healthcare, HIPAA, this act of protected protected personal information with regards to um, your health, uh, it's pretty well protected and well regarded where if you break this act, it's a pretty massive, it's a pretty big deal. Um, and it sounds like there's a case that they're trying to make that it's not against HIPAA, but um, a federal inquiry has actually been opened up into it. Um, hmm. And so I, I just wanted to see what you guys maybe have thought about it, but it's, if, if you haven't thought much about it at all. Yeah, I just, I just don't have a lot of information on it to opine. This is all kind of... I can't believe it's covered yeah. by HIPAA, but um, I mean, I suppose we all should have expected this. Well, yeah, I mean, I'm not, I'm, I can't say I'm surprised, but it's apparently, I mean, from what I, after reading more into it, it sounds like, it sounds like in order for it to be covered by HIPAA, either the patient or the patient's doctor themselves have to be aware of it, or mm-hmm. the there has to be a reasonable expectation for direct benefit to the patient's health yeah. for this information to be released without their knowledge. And the more and more I think about it and that's, look at That's it, not a dangerous standard at all or yeah. you know, couldn't no. be abused in any way. Right. Oh, my God. Okay. Yeah, it just, it just seems like... Um, there's no way that it could actually be covered under this HIPAA act. And the most well-known um, violation of HIPAA in U S history is, was by this company Anthem in 2015, where they were actually breached. Uh, it was like a hack. They were hacked and a bunch of information was stolen and they ended up having to pay $16 million. Hmm. But this sounds significantly worse because they're willingly giving out and receiving information okay. themselves. So I don't know. I don't know what, uh, we'll have to wrap it up. I, I just, this is all brand new information to me. So I can't, I can't offer a lot of analysis on it, but is there a place, if people are interested in this, is there anybody covering this or is there a good source of information on this? Uh, it sounds like the New York times has done actually a couple different articles on it. Um, it's pretty new. So, there's not much information out on it right now, but definitely keep looking into it. Okay. Well, thanks for updating us. Yeah. yeah. Thanks for calling. Have a good night. You too. Mistress... Like four more calls. Okay. Mistress Danny is good to go or not good to go yet is up next. I'm almost, we're nearing the two hour mark, only 40 minutes to go. So I can turn my brain off and justify it. Right. Mistress Danny, you're good to go. Let her hang out a second. Get that mic unmuted. The next uh, name is Cass is not ATF and it has the ATF guy as the image. So, uh, Mr. Stanny here. All right, go Hi. for it. Hey, uh, my girlfriend called last week. Uh, uh, I'm, on, I'm using her username. 
first time caller, long time listener. I got to say, I love your show. You've been doing a great job uh, dismissing all the 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 madness that is in the the real world news, and uh, you do a great job showing the truth of it. And that's why I think you'd be great in the flat earth because uh, it's all about the truth. (laughs) Okay, all right. I appreciate. I will say, uh, I want to say, Flat Earthers have bombarded our chat with an onslaught, an assault before. And I don't like that because I don't like people just coming in and trying to take over my platform. But you have done the honest thing and come on to make your case. So you got about 90 seconds. What are the things I need to know about why the Earth is in fact flat? Because it's all anti-government. And that's the best lead I can get. I would I, I can tell you that uh, me and my girlfriend and a lot of your flat earther watchers, because there are more than just us, would love anything that you did about the flat earth, even if you were against it, even if you put out like a uh, a good argument against why the earth is not flat. Uh, we would listen to it and we would watch it. Uh, <laughs> okay, well, but wait, but it's some. I'm going to flip the burden onto you a little bit. I'm going to say, what is your case? What is your reasoning why it's flat? Just anti-government. What's the evidence that it's flat? The, the evidence exists all around you. Uh, when you build a house, you build it on a flat earth. You make the drains go down about two inches per square foot. That way the water can flow downwards because it only flows down in one uh, The curve always only exists in the back of your mind further away than you can perceive it. And this may be a dumb question some, at some level because people take this seriously. And I feel like I'm, you know, some edgy atheist questioning someone who's taken the time to learn theological teachings, but just at a basic level, where, where's the end? Are you, is it the ice wall thing that we heard before? Is that, where's the end? Yes. uh, The ice wall around Antarctica is the end and they'll ask what's below it. And there's nothing below it. Is there an ice wall in the North too? No. What about the East and West? Where are those ends? Uh, Just go back around. So it's like a cylinder. Okay, we got to wrap this up. I mean, there has to be an. Okay, maybe we'll have to we'll check in on it another time. I, I can I can send you a picture. It, it'll be fine. <laughs> okay, a photographic evidence would be appreciated. Uh, you know, and you know, because the moon Not landing was fake, I don't believe in photos. Of... <laughs> All right, I'm open to it, man. I'm open to it. Thank you. Well, well thank you for being open to it and have a... Sure. Have a good night. I just like, what's the end of the earth on the east, west, like the eastern edge of the equator? What's that? There's no ice wall there. (laughs) Okay. I'm interested to hear the case. What can I say? Uh, I love this username. Cass is not ATF. So Cass, I just, I just want to assure you that all my firearms are in full federal compliance. Thank you for joining the show. I just wanted to set the record straight with some Discord drama. Uh, for Frosty, Crits, Relingo, Mandatory, all those other paranoid boomers, I just wanted to state for the record, I am not a Fed. Kevin Flanagan is not a Fed. Neon Flip Flop is also not a Fed, nor is Spader. Anyone that thinks we are Feds are totally paranoid. The idea that the government would pay people to like monitor and subvert the Discord is like totally crazy. <laughs> Furthermore, there's no secret server. It doesn't exist. Feds aren't coordinating surveillance from some secret server. I cannot stress enough, we are not feds. That being said, what's your opinion on Waco? 
and why were the feds totally justified in their actions? <laughs> well, uh, in, um, I actually really appreciated the inflammatory, the, the, the flame fuels that they used. They were able to uh, project flames very efficiently. And my understanding is that they were actually purchased on a very cost-effective government contract. Very efficient, which you can always count on our federal government uh, to do, especially with its child burning. When you have babies to burn, who of course are a threat to society, oh my God. you want the contract to be low cost and as efficient as possible so I'll compliment them on that uh, and I also got to say I appreciated that they rewarded the guy from Ruby Ridge who put one right between the eyes of that wife who absolutely deserved it holding her and child the dog. and the dog who clearly well, was the aggressor in the uh, in the engagement I, I'm glad we're on the same page then yeah, on the subject obviously. of dogs what's what's your opinion on shooting dogs well, when you see a dog that has even uh, remotely an unfriendly look about it, like if I saw Caesar anywhere near me, he's dead because that's a threat. Like a sharp well, no, tooth no. is a threat, I would say. I, I meant where would you shoot it? Well, right I'm, between I, its the, eyes. It depends. Just, if you're if you're right if you're asking me, I'm not a great shot, but I would aim for the kill shot. If it was a Fed, of course, I trust their expert marksmanship because they only have the talented and most skilled among their ranks. Well, of course. I mean, in the academy. Oh, oh shit! I said too much. He's out of here. Good, that's I, perfect. I, that was a good bit, and actually, the fun part of that is, ah, you, sorry, you don't even know if it's oh. a bit. That's, uh, but that was totally thrown upon me. I appreciated the the creativity. Well, two ways to interpret it: creativity or sincerity. Who knows these days? That's the great thing about the times in which we live. Caesar, we're talking about killing you. I'm gonna euthanize you. Dangerous spaces is up next. Yeah. Dangerous spaces, you're good to go, man. Sounds good to me. Hey, hang on, hang on, just turn the stream off sure um yeah not too bad yeah I, I woke up this morning i looked at twitter i saw a thing hey i'm gonna be on a show talking about guy <laughs> thanks for that man that, that was awesome i'm sorry you wasted your time but uh no but if i, I mean want... i watched the whole thing i watched oh, the entire thing live and good How? lord that was painful hmm. and like i i kind of because i i just want to Look, I'm going to be a wanker and bring up my degree again, but because one of the, I don't know if I've mentioned this, have I mentioned that one of my majors was public relations? No, I think we've talked about the journalism stuff before, but not PR necessarily. So I, I did PR so I could kind of understand it from both sides. Um, and in PR, one of the things you would do, and I, I was just screaming this in my head, I'm like, oh, I would have loved to have talked to him and done a, like a pre preparation thing. You guys still there? Yeah, yeah. yeah. just letting you go. Oh, sorry, you sound cut out. Um, to do a, some sort of preparation thing. But I was watching it going, there was no structure to what they were trying to present, though. Yeah, that's true. Like, I'm not sure how you could have prepared for that because they were, just, they were to use the baseball analogy I did a couple of weeks ago, they were just swinging wildly at whatever they thought they could make contact with. Yeah, yeah, it it was nonsense. And I, I took it seriously. I, I itemized their accusations against me and wanted them to to explain. Like, we got into it a little bit on the gatekeeping discussion. I wanted them to explain how I'm a gatekeeper. But you know, I had, like, a list of 10 of these things. But, of course, we're just not going to get to them. So, you know, my mistake for taking it seriously. Well, yeah, it did seem like, like, I'm watching the thing. It seemed like they're, um, it seemed like they're trying to basically go at it from the intent of attacking, right. which, and I do have to criticize you a little bit. I do feel sure. like you went into that with that intent as well, which I'm not yeah, sure. Yeah, I, I went in hot for sure. sure. No doubt. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. 
um, which I'm not sure really helped it. But I don't know if it, I don't know if you could have helped it because it really just did no. seem like it did seem like they weren't in there with any any sort of good intentions. And just some of the stuff they're saying in terms of you know um, the clear. Well, you kind of saw I, that on display because I was thinking like, okay, should I go in with the nice olive branch appeal to common values? Maybe we sort this out, or should I go in hot? And I opted, you know, I opted to go in hot. That's what happened. But you sort of saw it play out at the end. If you caught the end, first of all, they're criticizing me for being like, for being too fiery, for, you know, speaking over them, yeah. for being too aggressive. Then at the end, yeah. I'm trying to, we're seriously trying to calm it down. So I, I try to abide and I try to calm down. And then that, oh, he's so boring. Listen to the guy. Yeah. He's so boring to talk to. That, to your point, you can't win. If I had gone in calm with the olive branch approach, then I'm boring and lame. Yeah. But yeah, so. yeah. In, but in terms of, it did seem like they were just grasping at anything, swinging at whatever they could try and hit. You know, whatever, whatever analogy you want to use. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, you know, I always give it a shot. But but thanks for tuning into it, man. Uh, <laughs> no way. I did. I did try to say stuff in the chat. But I'm like, I need to keep out capital letters because if they start saying these spammy of capital letters, they're going to go, oh, here's someone yelling for you. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah, I probably should not do that. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you, man. No yeah. worries. You guys have a good one. Uh, last call? Yep. We'll give a last call to Eastern Promise. Eastern Promise, you're good to go. Hey, guys. Thanks for uh, fitting me in tonight. Sure. Hey. What's on your mind? I thought I'd uh, drop some stuffy boomer stuff on you. Okay. So, uh, so I've been thinking about uh, quite a bit about the concept of retirement lately. Um, or at least, you know, how we kind of conventionally think about retirement. So I just right. wanted to get your thoughts on that. Mm -hmm. So, you know, do you plan to retire? You know, what do you think that looks like for you? And do you even think that, uh, that's possible? Oh man, that's so far out of my mind right now that, uh, <laughs> that I can't even, I mean, listen, I'm in survival mode, man. I'm in the mode of like trying to, trying to diversify my revenue streams and make sure that Susan wiki wiki can't delete them. So right. the idea of like, you know, retiring and going to the beach, first of all, um, the, the financial security just isn't there, but let's assume that it was beyond the financial questions. Uh, I don't think I would enjoy at this stage in my life. I would not enjoy sitting on a beach and not being productive. Like I get anxiety. Yeah, yeah, I mean, that's, you know, that's this stage of your life right, right now. So when I'm 65, right? so maybe that changes. Yeah. Let's think, you know, 35, 40 years from now. Right. I mean, I'm just, I'm just kind of thinking about it from a perspective of, I don't know if this is something that's actually possible beyond, you know, the Gen X or even the Zillennial generation, you know, mm. just, just financially speaking. You know, I mean, if you think about people in conventional careers and conventional jobs, defined benefit retirement plans. I mean, these things are long gone. Like, unless you're working in government, this is this is a thing of the past. Uh, if you look at household spending and debt, it's super high. People are not saving money. Private pension plans and public pension plans, they're totally underfunded because the investment projections and the assumptions are flawed. Um, and if you look at you know, stock market investing and, and, and even fixed income investing, it's not 
sustainable in a perpetually low interest rate environment where, you know, the triple parentheses Federal Reserve is just <laughs> pumping in fake money and monetizing the debt, right? right? So you used to be able to rely on, on fixed income bonds paying interest and, and, and blue chips paying dividends, but old people can't tolerate the volatility of the, of the, of the stock market. And, uh, you know, they tend to be far more conservative, right? And you're not getting any interest on, on, on fixed income. So it just, it just seems like retirement is yet this, this sort of another voting block plantation scheme of creating a population that's reliant on government yeah. to sustain them through, you know, that, that sort of latter stage of life. Yep. Yeah, I mean, I think I think at a base level, outsourcing retirement security to the government or granting them that power was a big mistake. Uh, I think that we'd all benefit to live as to have a society of more personal responsibility and family integrity, so that you're responsible for your retirement and your family will take care of you. Yes, there will be outliers, but you know that's what community is for: church, charity, all that. Uh, the idea that a whole bunch of federal bureaucrats. Uh, with the sort of uh, the sort of luxurious payment and pension packages that you're talking about are going to manage this better than you can. By the way, you know, Matt, I, don't, I don't know how much of how much of your Social Security dollar goes to that sort of administrative cost anyway. Sure. And, but, and depending where you are. And, and ironically, I mean, if you think about the conventional notion of a government pension, it was something that Otto van Bismarck introduced in the 1890s to hmm. stave off a socialist wave, which is kind of ironic. Really? And it seems like yeah. it was kind of, it started it. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's crazy. Right. Wait, right. So he, was, ta he was talking about this back then or, or well, was... well, no, I mean, he, he sort of introduced this to, you know, quell a socialist uprising and yet it, you know, just like throwing him a bone. Yeah. He, you know, he followed it hundred years through and it sort of turns into the same thing. Right. But I mean, I, I agree with you about the notion of, of um, you know, sort of uh, um, family responsibility and and perhaps multi-generational households, which is sort of, you know, it's more common in more traditional cultures. And uh, specifically, if you look at places like Asia. Right. Yeah, I think uh, I I just think that you should you're better equipped to spend your dollar to take care of yourself and your family than the federal government is at a, at a basic level. And we've sure. gone wrong, assuming otherwise. But uh, no, I don't I don't disagree. I'll, I'll give I, you a, I just, I'll, I'll, a lot of the investment stuff, you're, you know, the other stuff you're referencing is a little bit out, outside of my wheelhouse of specific knowledge. But I'll give where's you a, blonde on this. She's the uh, she's the economist in the group. Oh, just generally on um, on oh. retirement plans. Blonde. Oh, maybe can't he can't hear you. I don't know. Are you not able I to can't. hear blonde? Uh, He's been no, cutting in and out at all. Me. That's too bad. Oh, no. Okay, maybe some technical difficulties. But I can yeah. relay a specific question for you um, if you'd like, and you can listen on the stream in a moment. But, yeah, no, that's fine. I just wanted to get her pitch. Um, I uh, can I get last word? Yeah, go for it. Sure. Uh, yeah, the Jews invented fountain pens. <laughs> <sighs> well uh, i'm finally on board then we're gonna have to take care of this problem if they're if they're behind the fountain pen question all right <laughs> guys have a good night have a good night I, I didn't even get you to laugh on that one you left me out to dry maybe sorry. it wasn't funny maybe i suck after all sorry you're the worst yeah fair enough 
Okay. Well, thanks to our callers, guys. Uh, appreciate everyone's patience. I know we can't get to everybody, but uh, we do the best we can. And thanks for hanging out with us. If you're having trouble getting in live, of course, send us an email. We take any uh, and all questions, assuming they are of reasonable length. No multi-paragraph stuff. Yeah, I had to send a bunch of people emails back and ask them to shorten it up. So. All right. Uh, it's beautyandthebeta at gmail.com, the call-in show inbox. If you want, put call-in show question in the subject line so we know that's what it's for, and we will uh, respond to it at the end of each show. Jack emailed us, and uh, we got this question about what powers we would want last week. Remember, it this was like... This is so re- easy, yeah. Read people... What was last week's? Read people's minds or, or know every to, language? Yeah. This week it is have the ability to breathe underwater or have the ability to be fireproof. Now, you say this is easy... I think one is more practical, but but when are you, when do you want to be fireproof? Yeah, I just, uh, well, I mean, I guess if you want to stop fires or save people from fires or whatever, but breathing underwater seems far more practical to me. Yeah. I'm with you. Hmm. All right. Catholicism is and traditional conservatism regard humans as inherently flawed and needing to be controlled and an emphasis on obedience to authority. Catholicism has a top-down, multi-layered bureaucracy. Conservatism advocates minimal government. Thoughts? Hmm. I mean, yeah, I think that there's uh, definitely a contradiction in terms there. Well, uh, maybe, but maybe I think not. That lots of forms of conservatism don't advocate for minimal government. I, the distinction I would draw is voluntary submission. Yeah. When it's government forces, you are involuntarily a subject. When you have voluntarily entered a religious community and a religious belief and you use that as a authority or a guiding figure for how you run your life that is a choice that you made that's a that's a very important distinction to me that you've voluntarily chosen this as opposed to someone pointed a gun at you and said this is the way that it will be yep uh this is tristan how many great american architects can you name that have oof practiced Mm. in the past 50 years like none Uh, i don't know about you I'm not a great architectural mind, so sorry. Has this licensing program improved the quality of architecture around us? What hmm. is your opinion on mar- modern architecture in general? Uh, I'm just not interested in any architectural period after Art Deco, I, if I'm being totally honest. This is just outside my wheelhouse. I don't, I don't know anything about architectural styles or architectural eras or even what the licensing requirements are. Um, so I just, yeah, I just can't offer... Did I just say conservatism? Conservatism? Which conservatism has always seemed more sensible to me, but it it is conservatism. I I didn't catch it, but conservatism is correct. I like conservatism. I hope that I did not say that. I can't believe you are the epitome of misspeaking. Uh, That's a, I didn't even notice truly. Um, Justin says, uh, why is right-wing and conservative synonymous, synonymous, we'll mispronounce some things, with each other, along with left-wing and liberal, when right-wing is less government control, less a liberal system, the the farther left, the more government control, a more conservative rule. Yeah, I mean, at some level, it's just labels that were chosen to, to, uh, that were just assigned to certain things at some point, so they don't necessarily mean... um, the same thing in all contexts. It's why the the, the title classical liberal is very in vogue because mm. the, the founding of this country was liberal philosophers in a classical sense. But these days, the tenets of liberalism, at least in terms of top-down federal control of everything, is, is totally contrary 
to what a lot of that philosophy states. Yeah. So I, I guess I don't, I don't really care what people label things. I, I, I tend to avoid like semantics debates. I don't care what you use as long as we agree on what it is that you're describing and call it whatever you want arose by any other name, you know? This is for Mabel. Have either of you ever been so jealous of someone or multiple people that just looking at them makes you feel like your life is worthless <laughs> and there's no reason to continue? If so, how do you deal with it? Um, I've always mm. been cursed with, with just this, this horrible crushing curse of just extremely high self-esteem. Just so much self is disproportionate amounts of self-esteem. What? Are you being sarcastic? No, I've always been, been, you know, like, but you also have like, you have, I've got very neurotic and there are insecurities. Yeah. yeah objectively yeah. speaking. Uh, it's like uh, narcissism and then these valleys of insecure neuroticism and then extreme narcissism. Yeah. In these valleys of, of insecurity, I typically don't get jealous. I, I feel like everybody is worthless. So mm. I don't know how much I can relate to this. Well, I don't know if it's as easy as flipping a switch. I can't say that I'm honestly jealous of a lot of people. I think the key is... Let's go back is, to high school, though, that we had to have been like this at some point. Well, I kind of... I mean, I went to a high school... I graduated with a class of 32. I mean, I don't know, man. I can't say that I was supremely jealous of anybody at the time. I don't think... Uh, jealous is is a vice. Jealous is, is envy, and it's it's maybe a sense of entitlement of what other people have. I think what you want, there's nothing wrong with admiration. There are plenty of people in this sphere specifically who have yeah. built incredible YouTube channels or have the, the, the way they present their stuff, the way they make their material is so fantastic. And I think, yeah. man, I wish I could do that. I admire that. I want to try that. That's not a jealousy thing. That's just acknowledging greatness and trying to emulate it. So I would, I would, if you have that jealousy issue, I would try to morph it into a positivity where you, Figure out what it is about those people that really, uh, really sticks in your mind, that you yeah. really want, that you really covet, and put that into a positive work energy that's like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to build what that guy has. You know, you don't want to say your neighbor has a Ferrari and so I should have, I, I'm owed one too. You want to say, wow, my neighbor has a sweet car. I'm going to work hard until I have that car. That's, yeah, that's what you want for, for a positive way to channel that energy. Um, this is Cameron. Hey guys, I actually wanted to get both of your opinions on the legalization of more hardcore drugs. Hmm. I understand the libertarian argument that if you're doing those drugs, it's because you're accepting the pros and cons of that drug and making the decision to do it. But there's just something uneasy about the idea of having things like meth or coke legal. Thank you. Love the show. I mean, I used to be on this legalize all drugs, libertarianism, but I mean, the fact of the matter is that the more you allow these things, the more of it your society is going to happen. Yeah. And I think I'm, I'm not an expert on um, how all of these drugs work and what the inherent risks of them are. I mean, in a perfect world, I would like to say, do whatever you want to your own body. You're only liable if you harm others. That would be the ideal standard. However, I think that's disconnected from the reality that some of these drugs you're talking about basically inherently carry risk to other people. Yeah. Like the, how many times have you seen, uh, uh, I don't know, a community of meth addicted people who aren't harming at minimum themselves, but other people in the process too? I think there are some, uh, that it's, it's maybe not a satisfying argument because I don't have it nailed down with clear definitions of what exactly those externalities are. I'd have to think about it some more, but like the pure libertarian stance, I think ignores the reality 
that there are real externalities to a lot of these drugs. I'm not saying like weed necessarily. I'm saying, you know, what he's referencing, the meths and the cokes. Well, I, don't, I should be fair. I'm, I don't know. I just don't have a lot of, of experience with yeah. it either. But you guys all know how I feel about weed. Yeah, well. Favorably. <laughs> <laughs> You're, everyone has their degeneracy. Yeah. Former degeneracy. If you guys remember the early days of the show where I'm like, what did we talk about? Yeah. I mean, the other thing on this too is like, I'm not, maybe they should be illegal. Maybe not. I think objectively we can say that attempted federal enforcement of a lot of this stuff is not as successful as, again, strong communities, strong families, people having some source, some sort of purpose in their life. There's, there's nothing about a law that's going to stop you from acquiring or doing these drugs. There's something about having a life that is satisfying and that matters that will. It's the old mouse experiment, rat city or whatever. Yeah. I don't know if I'm familiar with that one. What's that one? Um, they put all these rats, well, they, they like isolated these rats and then they would, uh, go for the cocaine when they were isolated. But when they were in Mm. this environment, they called like rat paradise, had all sorts of stuff to do and a little rat community, little rat community center. Uh, they had the same access to the cocaine and they did not use it. Interesting. That's pretty cool. Yes. Agony and hope blonde. We're about the same age. And as someone who was keenly searching for a good man to marry, could you tell us how you met your husband at match.com about, I don't know, many years ago hmm. in my twenties at some point. Still uh, pretty yeah. viable for women. You think I, I, I know you had some hesitation after trying to do it for me, trying to run it from a male it's perspective. It's a totally different game for chicks than it is for dudes. One piece of advice that I give everybody and I stand by you should know whether or not you're going to marry somebody by six months and don't give an ultimatum. But if he hasn't proposed by a year, he's not going to, you should bail. Hmm. Especially if you're in your thirties, you have got no time to waste. Hmm. Okay. Uh, uh, oh, and also Matt, perhaps could you also explain how you met your fiance? Sorry. Uh, I was very lucky because my fiance happened to listen to the show and she just slid into those she DMs. slid into those dms and yeah. uh we live happily ever after yep. uh i did try to do the online dating thing that was very very rough blonde tried to run it for me it it was it, a disaster it was really tough i tried to uh for a while there i was trying to refresh my skills and cold approaches that never really existed by you know trying to go out to bars and things and just strike up conversations with people you know, whether or not you're going to, you're probably not going to find the sort of person you're looking for in that sort of environment. Basically, I just, my approach was the online thing. And I tried to just be more conversational with strangers in everyday life. Yeah. And that helped me make some new friends. And it was useful because I'm pretty much a stick to myself guy, but I, I made a conscious effort to open up, be conversational, make connections with people, see where it goes. It, uh, it, it's possible that that simple approach would have worked, but at the end of the day, it was just, uh, it was just someone showing up and saving the day for me. So only takes luck, one lucky me. That's what you have to remember. There are, there's no one right strategy. Try them all. The ones you can tolerate and the ones that work for you. And all it takes is one. You're exactly right. And you find one and, um, and then you're done. Thank you for that. And good luck. Um, absolute Drongo. I was just emailing to ask if fast food outlets don't like people fighting in their shops, why don't they just stop designing them to work so well as fighting arenas? <laughs> That's a legitimate question. Fair point. Fair, fair. This is from Jake. Um, was wondering if either of you have an opinion on the so-called Marcy's Law. I've not seen much commentary on it, but as I understand it, it constitutionalizes co-equal rights to both the accused as well as the victims of the accused. It was what does just that mean? up the co-equal Co-e- rights to both the accused as well as the victims of the accused. It was just up for a vote in Pennsylvania to be 
amended into our state constitution and was opposed by my local Democrats, the ACLU, and the League of Women Voters on the ground it would erode the rights of the accused. Well, I don't like any of those people, so I'm starting to think that maybe it has merit just based on that. Well, but if they're fighting for not eroding the rights of the accused, then that's something that I would stand... I I need to know the specifics. I'm not sure what it means to say equal rights of the accused and the accuser. I mean, of course they have equal rights, but the burden of proof rests squarely with the accuser, of course. So... I just have to read more about this. I need a specific explanation about what that means. Thank you for that. Uh, this is from Thomas. The two of you briefly discussed the value of collective opinions and decision-making. Are either of you familiar with the discussion of the topic of Surowikis? Surowikis, am I saying this correctly? Uh, the wisdom of crowds, apparently not. Or prediction markets research. Or were you speaking from personal observations and intuition? I'm not familiar with this, uh, but I wonder if he's referring to the concept of like... Um, uh, the group think That's maybe like. and I, i'm not sure if this was the same caller from earlier or just two guys on the same page I, again i want to be clear i'm not talking about decision making in my personal life or anything like that of course i think you should make decisions for yourself and i should make decisions for myself what i'm talking about is say controlling an economy or talking about what speech is permissible i'm talking about the trends of society as opposed to like you deciding how you want to run your own home or what career you want or any of that stuff um, of course, you are the expert of your own path through life. So uh, I guess I'm just I'm trying to draw a distinction here. Or maybe I just don't understand what what the, the books here are trying to say. Uh, I'm not saying that the majority is always right. I'm saying majority dis- that trusting a, ho- a whole bunch of people to have a whole bunch of knowledge about a bunch of different topics is a better way to get to the truth than just saying that's that's the guy over there who's in charge of the truth. He's the one who knows everything because there's no such person. So you have to rely on people bouncing ideas back and forth between each other. And in the economic sense, people having the freedom to make voluntary exchanges and innovate to compete for those exchanges. Yep. Uh, Luke Uh, says, hey, guys, you both often talk about pulling back American international military involvement, but what is your opinion on common defense treaties between America and its allies? Well, I su- I could say this. Generally, my approach to uh, to how we ought to operate in the world is, uh, it's the classic speak, speak softly, carry a big stick. I'm not interested in trying to police the world. I'm, I am interested in potentially being overly, <laughs> uh, overly ruthless, perhaps, if we are attacked. Like, it... If, if 9-11 happens, I want to turn the place that did it into glass. I don't want to try to prop up a democracy or something like, like don't mess with our country. If you do, you're screwed. And we'll just call it that way. Now, if a bunch of countries that share our values fundamentally want to get on board with that sort of thing, I guess I don't have a problem with that. But the one thing yeah. that makes me weary about international treaties is being beholden to the whims of other countries. Um, that said, as long as the terms of the treaty were like, if we're attacked, we'll help to defend. Right. And it's, it's not like, well, I have to do all these weird things that you think are important. It's just straight up. If you're attacked, we will help defend. That's it. No other terms. I could listen, but, um, but yeah, as lo- I, I, I think we're kind of on board with that. Like scale back, have overwhelming defenses that no, nobody could possibly, uh, win against. And totally fuck them up if they want to challenge it. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, this is from Jason. I have so many Groyper questions. It's hard to choose just one, but I've seen a couple people now say that they stopped watching the show due to blonde supporting the Groyper. 
Hmm. Personally, I like Nick, although I disagree with him a lot. Um, but I do think his fans are even more extreme than him uh, and often make the right look bad. Or either of you, especially blonde, worry that their rise in popularity will just give the left more ammunition to justify their racist, sexist claims. Do you think they're a risk to push people left? Uh, I think there's no pushing people left. Nobody ever goes from the right to the left. Uh, the natural order of things is you go from the left when you're an ignorant fool to the right. You, you don't do the other, you don't, you don't unbelieve or you start believing in Santa Claus after learning Santa Claus. Yeah. I mean, well, maybe, maybe there's some argument that the too extreme will cause some pushback generally. I don't know, but I just, I'm not willing to grant the premise that like my, at least my, okay. My perspective with the left is like racism, sexism. Okay, so what? Like, I need Those you aren't to argue. Arguments, yeah. I need you. To, I need you to tell me why it's bad. Why it leads to negative outcomes. I'm not. I'm not saying racism and sexism are good. I'm just saying when they apply that label to me, it's like it's like saying, well, it's uh, it's poo poo. It's pee pee. Right, and okay. nobody's nobody on the left has given me any real reasons that it's okay for other people besides white people to have any kind of racial in group preference. So when they say racism, what they really mean is racial and ethnic in-group preferences which really apply to all groups so i just, just reject uh, that racism as an ideology is something that uniquely afflicts the right i i, I reject that entire oh yeah premise. i think i think, and the I think tons of people too, on I mean, the left are if at least equally if not more so racist right and the sexism yeah. thing um i mean at this point if you aren't accepting that women are inherently inferior in like a, a multitude of <laughs> regions on. Come on. Here's what well, I have to push back on that. Um, are they We're equal superior in, like, in some ways? I mean, we can create life and everything like that. We I'm saying they are a necessary complement. Men and women. A need necessary complement. It's not a superior, yeah. superiority. Inferior, inferior in the political Inferior in most of the, the ways that we're yeah. acting like we're superior. Yeah. I should, clar- I should clarify. Perhaps we're thinking different ways. Like, I'm not going to argue that on average men and women are identical in certain abilities or traits. That's just not true. Yeah, but fine. I will argue but, but that they are both equally necessary to healthy society. That's what I'm, that's what I'm, you know, that's true. Come on. Equally necessary only for yeah. procreation purposes, but largely we are a <laughs> liability. Like I mean, we are when, when the vices of women are misapplied. Yes. Uh, and, and I think that's true when the vices of men are misapplied too. I think men and women are a, a necessary balance against each other's worst impulses and i know that's certainly when society is functioning properly perhaps yes of course like i know that's certainly true in my own relationship like i i am not an emotional caretaker you could see this with our stupid dog that dog goes to her when he needs like some kind of emotional cuddle or whatever he comes to me when he needs like you know he needs like food or some sort of provision (laughs) <laughs> That's those are already the roles, you know. I provide, uh, she she cuddles. You can, and, and I'm not prepared to say inferiority, superiority. Both are necessary. One is more naturally equipped to provide uh, that ingredient over the other. Yeah, that's fine. But if what I said is sexist or racist, then then I just I just reject that those are valid arguments against the right. And and that's really what I'm hearing out of yeah. Summers. Well, and I think it's fine to oppose Nick and say, like, I think I think his ideas are wrong for X, Y and Z. The only thing I'm cautious about is saying, oh, well, we need to strategically think about the thoughts that he's saying because we want to guide people in a certain way. Listen, man, my perspective will always be all ideas in the blender and we'll sort out the best ones from the worst ones by having them fight. I'm not I'm not going to gatekeep 
ironically. <laughs> and I'm not saying that's what Jason wants. I'm just that I wary of getting anything close to that saying uh, that these people aren't allowed. Uh, this is from management. What's your opinion on the current use uh, interpretation 10th amendment? It delegates powers to the states that seem to get shit on by the federal government. The power is not delegated to the United States by the Constitution, nor prohibited it to the states, are reserved to the states respectively or to the people. Yeah. Uh, I'm not aware of the case law. I don't know how the Supreme Court has interpreted this, but it seems like we have just completely shat on this idea. So to put that in plain English, the idea is federal government has certain defined roles and powers in mm -hmm. this Constitution. The stuff that isn't discussed is for the states and the people to decide. Right. That's what we talk about all the time. That's explicitly a constitutional clause as, as he references. And we just don't seem to care about it. Like why all this stuff, all this federal bureaucracy, Department of Education, Department of Health and Human Services, Department of this, Department of that, every alphabet agency, none of that is a, is a, is a defined role of the federal government as far as the constitution is uh, concerned. Therefore, those powers should be, uh, those should be the domain of the states. But we've abandoned that. We've just said, no, we're going to have federal takeover of everything. Who cares? Yeah. That's a huge mistake. Huge mistake. And, you know, if the states want to have their own alphabet agencies, that's fine. At least I can move to states that are more friendly to my, to how I think things ought to be run. That's the idea. That's the intended option of the, of the framework that they designed. Sweet. Maybe I should look All at what right. the courts have said, though. I, I just don't know. I wonder if they've said this is irrelevant or something yeah. like that. Hmm. Uh, let's do these super chats and get out of here. Yeah. Um, Lynn's work for, did you read the next Testament that was sent? No, I've received a few books. If that's the reference, uh, I have my uh, people send me books. Occasionally I, I have them on a bookshelf, but, uh, but man, I just, uh, I don't have a lot of time for recreational reading, unfortunately. So I've not read it, but if you did send it to the PO box, thank you for that. Chris Buckley warming up to Kevin Flanagan's mom. <laughs> Distelp Hispanic. Real question. Will Matt be preggers in 2020 with Kevin's love child? I'd love to see that happen. <laughs> Men can have babies too. So, Yeah. Uh, you know who tweeted that out was the ACLU. <laughs> Something about men getting periods and men being oh, pregnant. Fappy to bear. Uh, YouTube gave me a free super chat. So here. Thank you so oh, much. Well, thanks. Uh, C2K. Hey, Matt. Props on ROTC and responding to my email. So damn quick. Blonde. Please give a hey. The little one, Abby, so she can help. Uh, so she can yelp with excitement when I play it to her in the morning. Hi, Abby. Uh, PFABs, I have an M1 carbine for sale. Really? Well, if you're looking to sell and the price is right, send me an email. I know they're not cheap, uh, so I don't expect it to be cheap. But if you've got, if you're willing to let it go for a reasonable price, I might be interested. Hmm. Uh, and of course, to our ATF person, we'll Handle the transfer. We will. We'll do it correctly. Yeah. M. Franklinstein, uh, Romans 9.22. What if God, desiring to show us his wrath and to make known his powers, endured with much patience vessels of wrath prepared for destruction? Oh, man. I don't know. All I heard is the song, What If God Was One Of Us? From Joan Osborne. That, one, that, uh, that question is too far beyond my brain capacity right now. Um... Fappy to bear. Susan is going to regret giving me these free Fappy to bear when they see who there's who I was, I was supporting. He also <laughs> She'll get the last one laugh. More, when, yeah. One more for good love. Small shell parted. <laughs> well, thanks. It's going straight to Planned Parenthood though. Yeah, really. Rainer Chen wife of my sis asked me for an inclusive term for Chinese people. I told her 
to go the Latinx route and use ch use chinks Gen X. <laughs> she got in so much trouble. <laughs> Gender neutral. Uh, two and one, one. I'll gift Kevin Flanagan a body pillow with a GFL Negev case. Uh, what? I don't know, but I should. This is, I feel like there's a reference I should know, but I. Keith Johnson. Ben Shapiro called Ron Paul all right. Yes, he did. Um, Jamie Clay. Matt. What? Ron Paul? Yeah, he like he called Ron. This was years ago. Huh. When the term alt-right kind of met some, meant something different. Um, Jamie Clay, Matt, what are your plans for when blondes need to pee or purge transitions into maternal instincts to coddle? Not that there's anything wrong with that. Matt doesn't have a plan. I don't know what you're talking about because there's nothing like that going on. There obviously. is nothing like and, that going uh, on. You know, all I can say that uh, is, is this show has navigated a series of uh, changing circumstances in years prior. And um, I don't know what the future holds. All I know is that Blonde and I basically have a mutual nuke of our own audience in each other's hands. So we have to treat each other well, no matter how things go. It's true. And yeah. we could never replace each other. I was reading the comments on last week's show. Half the comments were like, blonde, you have to ditch this guy. He's so boring. And then the other half were like, Matt, you have to ditch this chick. She's such an <laughs> insane bitch. Meanwhile, like, they're all perfect. watching. The, right. Meanwhile, they're all tuning in. Yeah. yeah. It, it's like, okay. Kaylin Branchow says, have my free super chat part one, have my free super chat part two. And then he did it four times. Oh, well, thank thanks. you. Tim Hammond, love you guys. I was wondering if Matt had heard about the Ohio Supreme Court case on firearm owners being allowed to drink in their homes. It's such BS. They tried to take away our rights through any means. That's news to me. I, I, am I interpreting it correctly to say they're, they're saying you can't have, say, an unsecured firearm and also drink? That would be an insane standard. But maybe mm -hmm. they're going that way. Lauren Chen could easily replace Blonde. You guys try to replace me with Roman, Roman Millennial. Matt's going to get his house burned down. No, well, that's yeah. I mean, if I did that in a uh, in a way that was dishonest and like booted you out to to bring, then her I in. would burn your house. And down. I say this, um, I say I uh, Lauren is is a good friend of ours, and I think she does great work. And you know, I'm not trying. What I'm trying to say is, I'm not trying to present this as a negative. It's not. What I mean is, she and I are uh, very similar. similar in presentation style and demeanor. Yeah. And I don't know that the pairing would be greatly successful because of that. Of course, I'm more than willing to work with her whenever she wants to. But um, but when I characterize it as the polite agreement hour, that's 100 percent what it would be. And yeah. and I don't I don't know that it. I don't know that it would work, to be honest. Well, I mean, she's better looking, but she's less racist. So <laughs> you, you pick, pick your pick your point. Instead of uh, trying to pump the brakes on her, I'll have to try to egg her on. Like, <laughs> she was talking that one time. Don't about, you hate uh, them, though? Don't you really hate them? I know. Oh, yeah. she, what did she say about feminists that one time? Talking about like we were watching the period blood video a long time ago, the period blood painting. And she talked about like, uh, yeah, forced sterilization or license to reproduce or something like that. I was I like, what it was. Lauren. Yeah. Before anybody knew her name. Uh, Wyatt Rosebrock. Um, Matthew 528. Hilver looks at a woman to lust for her has already committed adultery with his with her in his heart. Oof. That's tough. Yeah, that one. I, I mean, you know, the, some of that to me just seems like the denial of biological reality. Uh, maybe yeah. I'm misunderstanding. I'm not trying to shit on religion or whatever. But there's just, I mean, there's something about being a dude, seeing a hot chick, and your yeah, mind just goes there. I know. I and I was reading Bible verses today about spilling your seed. And I was just like, I just, I just can't get on board with this. Like condoms being 
unethical. It's a question of what is lust too. Like is lust just the momentary observation, the momentary natural reaction of like, wow, that's a hot chick. Or is it uh, more sustained, more of a long-term possibly even effort? I don't know. Smoosh Smash, thank you for that. And also sent us a much bigger donation later, which I will read in a few minutes. Uh, Scott Allen, uh, regarding Project Nightingale, as soon uh, as someone who actually worked at VA privacy, HIPAA allows for the collection of health information, but no P2 personally identifiable info. Oh, okay. This may be the question. Uh, Chris Buckley, I read where some Canadians are complaining hockey is not diverse enough, <laughs> not enough people of color. I say, pick up a stick. And then you sent that twice, dude. So if you want us to refund the second one, just um, give us a buzz. Shoot yeah, send me email. an email and I can I can get you a, a return through PayPal if that was unintentional. I'm Rick MF James B. So this is a snooze fest. Yeah, our Wednesday show is not great. Uh, the Red Coffee says, keep up <laughs> That's the good what you work. get for tuning into the Wednesday know, show. Fool. Um, Scott Allen, the problem is that Google also tracks individual users. There's a white paper called Finding Paul Revere in with Metadata that illustrates the issue IRL. It's how we found bin Laden. Oh, so you could ind- independently link anonymous um, medical information with- Oh, I see. Okay. Uh, Keith Johnson, thoughts on Michelle Malkin blacklisting? We actually talked about that earlier in the show. Uh, I love Yeah, unless I'm missing something, it sounds like she is getting, uh, she's having people rip her and punish her just for sticking up for the the speech rights of others. If Unless I'm missing something, it sounds like bullshit and I'm not a fan. Um, Chris Buckley, blonde, I love your videos on art. Very eloquent. Truth be told, I came here following a gorgeous blonde and I found Matt. I know, scary. You make a great duo. Thank you. However you get here, man. Yep. I appreciate it. A two-in-one um, says, Matt and PewDiePie met their spouses in the same way. Marza, Marzia slid into his DMs? I don't know. I, I know that it happens on YouTube with some frequency. I've heard of this happening before. So unfortunately, I've also heard of some of them failing. So, you know, hopefully yeah. I picked right. Mike Jenkins, is Matt still a big Lee Scratch Perry fan? Still, a- I don't even didn't did, wasn't this referenced before, and I like played some of it on the stream. I don't remember. I think it must be a reference to that because I don't remember the name off the top of my head. Smoosh smash, a big donation, great show, guys. Thank you so much. Oh well, thanks, but you don't uh, have to lie to us, but we appreciate. I know. Mundial. Matt, you lie saying you're not a gay keeper. He is. He's a gay keeper. Oh, gay um, keeper is what they were saying. Oh, okay. That okay. explains a lot of the miscommunication then. Bridge burner bear. Love Lauren, but she's no blonde. Blonde is beautiful and one of a kind. Thank you so much. I really appreciate that. All right, we're good. Okay. Just a few more over on Streamlabs. Uh, let's see. Chicken Fried Monkey says, I would rather fart on national television than ever watch Revenge of the Sis again. Here's some shekels for suffering through dealing with those douches. Also, uh, Kevin Flanagan redacted uh, mantra that I can't read. <laughs> but I may have said it earlier. Thank you uh, for coming over and, and um, checking it out. Uh, it was a one-of-a-kind one of experience because I'm never doing it again. I know a fat guy says, uh, oh, this, let's see. I know a fat guy. Oh, wait. Okay. No, maybe this didn't send twice. It looked like maybe you sent the same one. Yeah, you did send this one. It's variation of the same one twice. So uh, I know a fat guy, again, if, if that was accidental and you didn't mean to do a double charge, get uh, send me an email and I'll uh, I'll get that fixed up for you. Amish extremist says, can all rejected surveys be forwarded to blonde for her mandatory matchmaking program? Yeah, that's, that's a good consolation prize. If it doesn't work out, then yeah. 
then they just get forwarded to the single man at the the compound and you get uh you get your roll of the dice right yep caesar inertia and dave's bit thank you guys for supporting the show over on d live and i know i keep saying it that i'm going to figure out the quirks of d live so you know what i'm writing a note to myself tomorrow to figure out to email d live people and figure out how the hell you're supposed to read the super chat messages over there because it's a it's a mystery to me yeah but I'm sorry to leave you guys hanging. Apparently, I've been told that it's possible, so I'll have to check it out. And thank you guys for supporting the show. Anything else before we get out of here? No, let's get out of here. Okay, well, we'll be back on uh, Sunday, of course. I'm sure we'll talk about I, I, uh, some of the impeachment hearing. The bombshells. President Trump is finished. The walls are closing in. And apparently there was a debate that we were up against. Um, you know, I joke about the quality, or we joke about the quality of our Wednesday show, but... You know, would you rather watch this show or the Democratic debate? I think there's a real discussion there, a tough decision yep. to be made. So we'll update on that, and um, you know, I'm sure there'll be some hoax hate and some other bullshit too. And we'll catch you guys then. Thanks for tuning in.